This Roundtable Broadcasting Podcast of the Max Roundtable is brought to you by Adams Drugs, our family serving yours since 1962. Honey, it sounds like you have a little sinus congestion. I do. I went to Adams Drugs to get a nasal decongestant, and I'm sure glad I did. I didn't realize that I couldn't take some sinus medications because of my high blood pressure. What did they tell you? The pharmacist overheard me talking to the clerk, and she knew that I had high blood pressure because I get my prescriptions filled there. She came around and talked to me and actually recommended a different sinus medication than the one I had picked out. I wouldn't want you taking something over the counter that makes your blood pressure spiral out of control. Sounds like she may have saved us a trip to the emergency room. Adam's drugs definitely go the extra mile. Always have and always will. I love the customer service. It's great every time I go in there. I'm so glad they helped me take care of my wonderful husband. I'm going to tell all my friends to go to Adam's Drugs. Visit us, adamsdrugs.net, for the location nearest you. With 12 Adams locations, we've been serving families in the River Region for 60 years, and we look forward to serving your family's needs as well. Welcome to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Listen to Doug for lunch each weekday as he breaks down the hottest sports topics on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. You can be a part of the show by calling 334-517-1210 or by texting the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Now take a seat at the Roundtable, brought to you by Max Credit Union, with locations in the River Region, Auburn, and Opelika. Max, smart money, made simple. All right, Doug Amos and Scott Sanderson, we are out on the road for the first hour, for all three hours. Scott will be with me for the first one. We are out at the shops at Pike Road at F45 Interval Training. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. First off, it's a big week for you and your basketball team. I saw that uh, the night you tied for that eighth ninth, but you got beat out on a tiebreaker. So you play the first day we do. Uh, in the tournament. Um, and but you're still on you're on the side of the bracket you didn't really care to be on but who knows you may get a, you may pull pull something off hey, you never know we I, we've had some good practices and our guys are excited about it and uh, we're ready to compete we play at 2:15 on Wednesday and we're looking forward to it so you're ready to compete unlike what Alabama did Saturday Scott sends me a text and first off it's a bless Saturday was a blessing for me because I was committed to being with my daughter. Uh, and I was recording uh, the games and was going to watch them later. Scott sends me a text uh, at about 4 o'clock saying, you okay with giving up 58 in the first half? I, I should have waited to respond with, I'm okay with it because they gave up more in the second half. Uh, it was at 59 in the second half, Scott. What what a brutal, brutal performance by Alabama defensively I don't know I'm just I understand how they they win a lot of games because of how they play but they also get beat like that because of how they play they've lost like that three times and when you don't and when you don't defend if you have you know it's like anything if you have one bad night playing that way in the NCAA tournament you're you're, You're you're done But you also can get up, run on a get on a good streak and you know go to the Final Four too. So there, I mean, there's just a lot of scenarios. I just I'm not okay with people scoring 
58 and 60-something points in a half against that's no just doubt. this is a personal preference no for me. doubt I mean it, it, and I it just kind of came to me this morning Scott it seems to me like this t- now keep in mind that this isn't a a um, characteristic of all of his teams the last year's team and the and the year the team three years ago that won both league and regular season was number three in the country in defensive efficiency this seems to be an outlier from that uh they're number 97 in in the uh latest ken palm defensive efficiency stats but this particular team the 23 24 team reminds me of the loyola team that that your dad played back in the 1990 ncaa tournament your dad said i ain't letting them play that style on me and loyola made some plays late and won 62 60 basically holding them to half what they were normally uh, getting uh, on average, but he was mad after the game. We're going to play some of his audio later. He said, you know, our defense has been a question mark. It's no longer a question mark. Everybody knows we don't defend. Well, you know, the, the problem with that is, in my opinion, more times than not, you have to be pretty good defensively to win a championship. Yeah. To, to, to win, to at win some a point, nat- at, at some point, point you've got to be able stop. to I, I love to be able to sit over and dial up, you know, we're going to get a stop. You know, you, you just it's, – it's just – it's comforting to know that you can stop somebody. To me, it's completely uncomforting knowing that we can't stop them, and if we don't shoot it very well, we're going to get blown out of here today. Here's the deal. Alabama uh, now tied for the lead with Tennessee. Auburn, an impressive win Saturday in Athens. They just chewed the Bulldogs up and spit them out. Uh, Baker Mazzara was phenomenal. We've been kind of propping him up the last couple of weeks. I think, quite frankly, he's the most talented player on the team. Yeah, uh, He can do so many different things with the ball. His energy level is just matches Bruce Pearl's energy level on both ends of the floor. He can create havoc defensively. He can rebound the basketball. He can score in transition. He's shooting the ball well. I mean, he's a prototype guy that, that Bruce Pearl likes to, to have on his team. And with Williams being out, he, he stepped up in a big way. It was a incredible performance by him. Aiden Holloway shot it well again, like for the first time in a long time. So maybe his confidence is building. I know this, the Auburn fans that I was following on social media and a lot of people that cover Auburn uh, believe that may have been a threshold game. Like if that team plays like that, uh, then they'll be tough to beat by anybody. And Auburn's schedule is a pretty good schedule uh, down the stretch. Well, you know, unfortunately, you say that about a lot of teams. If Alabama plays that way the other night, they'll be they'll be one and done. If yeah. they play, they play get some of the other teams. You know, just you know, do you. You, you've got to be throughout the course of the season. You're going to have some bad games, but you've got to be pretty solid offensively and defensively uh, to be able to make some breaks for you, especially when you get in the NCAA tournament. Because, again, if you don't shoot it particularly well and, and the balls don't go in quite as often in the NCAA tournament, which we've talked about quite often on this show, that um, you, you've got to be able to get some stop when you need some. All right, so for all of you Georgia fans out there that are listening to me, and stuff, by the way, we're outside today here at F45. Uh, they've got a, a workout that's about to begin in about 45, 50 minutes or so. So that what you're hearing is the wind. Uh, we apologize. There's really not much we can do about it. Maybe it'll get less windy. Uh, like right now, it stops, so you don't hear it. But Georgia fans, look away or clog up your ears. Because today is a day that a lot of my Alabama friends 
celebrate. Do you know why they celebrate it? I do not know. Second and 26. Oh, second. 226. Wow. February 26th <laughs> to, to commemorate the 2017 <laughs> two of the Devontae Smith pass play. Wow. wow. That's, uh, that's just how they work it. Uh, I would only be an Alabama fan, a diehard Alabama fan that would think of that. I'm surprised Eddie Cobb hadn't said that. Well, it, they, it, it, it's in my it's, text uh, chain with is. Eddie and Kenny. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Eddie Cobb's all over it. Uh, you know, I got a question because they're probably, uh, you know, April is the fourth month of the year. You yep. knew that, right? I did know that. Um, I, I need to check on something here uh, to see. Let me see here. I want to check on something real quick. Yeah, April only has 30 days. So that keeps Alabama from having a fourth and, fourth 31. and 31 also day. Um, but that, that's kind of how fandom works, right? That, that's the, the fun that people have. And uh, it's fun Scott and I are going to have. We want him. I'm going to tell you something. I missed 100% on your alma mater. I thought they were toast. Uh, and I, and I, they played hard, and they played well in Oxford. Did you see what the thug Alan Flanagan did? I did not. You have not seen the video no. on what Alan Flanagan did uh-uh. to a South Carolina player. Uh-uh. I'm about to show it to you. People let me know. I, we're expecting any minute or at some point today. He got thrown out of the game for it. And a lot of people believe he's going to be suspended for a game, which would mean he's suspended for the Alabama game. Which is good. Uh, which is Wednesday. If you're pulling for Alabama, it's definitely good. If you're pulling for Ole Miss, uh, maybe not so good. But uh, still have not seen word from the SEC on that. Here's the deal. Here's the rule, and you know the rule. Flagr- it was a flagrant two. Yep. And that gets you automatically thrown out of the game. But it's flagrant, too, with fighting that gets you automatically suspended for the next game. Uh, and that was – it was not fighting. It was one of the worst elbows you'll ever see to the to the head of a South Carolina kid who just went sprawled out. I mean, it was bad. There wasn't even a bunch of people around the play. So that's not an automatic suspension for the next game. If they had gotten in a fight – it would have been, but they didn't. Yep. He got thrown out of that game, DQ'd for that game, and that may be all the SEC does. Unlike what they did with Alabama's player last week against Florida when he didn't even get called for a five. In fact, the Florida kid got called when he basically came down on the Florida so is kid. Was the Flanagan situation worse than that? Worse than the Alabama ones? Uh, well, let's put it this way. The ball was involved in the Alabama ones, okay? Like the ball was down there, yeah, and yeah. it was to- one of the most inappropriate things you'll ever see. Can I just leave you to de- make that determination? Sure. I think people – I think it was worse. Uh, I-, I think it was much worse, actually. that That's just me. Um, you don't have to feel that way, but I'm going to show it to Scott here. Uh, and you may need to – I'm just going to let you, if you want to, just go inside where the glare's not on it because I want you to be able to see this uh, to totally get it. So go, go on inside. I'm going to give you my phone. And uh, and it, it's on a loop. So, yeah, you, 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 but that's kind of – you're not getting the full – here he is. I want you to be able to get the full look of it all. That that's too close to it. It's better to see it with it a little bit back. That's definitely worse. 
Yeah, and uh, Scott's saying that that's worked. So put your headset back on. They're not. They're just coming down the floor. It has nothing to do with the with the basketball at all. What are, What are your thoughts about that? I I think that's definitely worse. I mean, he could have knocked that kid out. I mean, I'm saying killed him. Not saying the Alabama guy couldn't have too, but that's that's. that's they both were. I think they both were equally bad. There go our plates. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, so, not sure what will come of that. Not sure if there will be a suspension for a game. If anybody sees anything. How in the world do you not suspend him if Alabama guy got suspended? Alabama guy did not get thrown out of the game. Uh-huh. He didn't even get called for a foul. The Florida guy got called for a foul. The SEC looked at that video post-game on Sunday, or on, well, that was a weekday game, yeah. uh, on the next day. And the, and the news came the next day that he was getting that he was going to get suspended for a game. This guy got thrown out of the game. Hey, buddy. This guy got thrown out of the game, and they may decide that's his penalty for that. That's my point. Uh, we shall see. It will be interesting to see. 334-517-1210 is the number to get in touch with Scott and me. The mayor will be with us with Mondays with the mayor in hour two. Jake Farmer is going to walk down about four doors and be with me in hour three. We'll also hear uh, in hour three from Dan Peck. It's going to be a busy, busy Monday. Four games left, Scott. We're going to look at the schedules and see who has the best path for the better finish in the SEC. I think when we look at them, we're both going to agree on the same team. We we shall see. We're going to go ahead and take an early break. Jennifer Grace has brought our lunch by, so we'll take care of that. We are out in the shops at Pike Road. It's where Charlie built the Publix. You know where we are. We are at F45 Interval Training. Beautiful facility out here. In just a little while, in a couple hours, in hour three, we'll hear from Jacob Stinson. He is the owner of this place. And boy, was it active this morning. And he said that wasn't even a full class. So this afternoon, they'll be slammed in there getting it done out here at the shops at Pike Road. It's a Mondays with the Mayor edition of the program. We're talking more hoop when we get back. Scott Sanderson, Doug Amos on an absolutely beautiful Monday. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 1067. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Did you know that homeowner's insurance doesn't cover your termite treatment or termite damage? That's okay because PestPro is here to protect your most costly investment. We are the only company in the River Region with the Termidor HP2 injection unit. We bring the best and newest technology to your home. Call today for a free evaluation. 265-9990. That's 265-9990. Our website is ppsriverregion.com. When you want to know, call a pro. PestPro Services. 
At Stanley Steamer, we go beyond carpet cleaning. We're also experts at cleaning air ducts. The average home collects up to 40 pounds of dirt, dust, and allergens in its air ducts each year. Stanley Steamer thoroughly cleans your air ducts and every part of your ventilation system, making your home cleaner, healthier, and more energy efficient. And that helps you breathe easier. Call now about a free in-home air duct inspection. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets your home cleaner. Hello, sports fans. The Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today and tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by Sports Betting Alliance. Sportsbettingalliance.org. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Over two decades ago, when my dad had the wild idea to get into the car business, I never would have imagined being part of a multi-generational family business specializing in pre-owned vehicles. That's probably because I've heard every used car salesman joke you have, and who would want that? Neither did he. That's exactly why he started Pig Enterprises and why our family continues to do what we do today. We understand how awful car buying can be. We understand it can be stressful and overwhelming. We understand it's a big investment. This is exactly why we do the things we do completely different than the other guys. You'll be treated like family. Your money and time will be valued. You'll receive a top quality vehicle backed by our name and our free three-month, 3,000-mile pig certified warranty. There is a reason why we have repeatedly been named Dealer Raider Dealer of the Year for the state of Alabama. Come see for yourself. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Peyton's Place might be the only meat and three restaurant in town with the drive-thru window. Need a quick lunch that's not fast food? Peyton's Place drive-thru is the answer. Come inside and dine or pick it up at the window. They serve lunch Monday through Friday from 11 to 2. Call in your order for carryout or drive-thru at 396-3630. That's Peyton's Place, the number two, and eat.com. Peyton's Place, Atlanta Highway across from Faulkner University. Call 396-3630 for carryout or drive-thru. Peyton's Place. Golf season is still in full swing and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail car and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and cart fees, as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls. To book your tee time at Capitol Hill, one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114. That's 285-1114. Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, Doug and Scott out here at F45 Integral Training. We're Interval Training. We're excited about being out here. Uh, we will visit with the owner, uh, 
coach Jennifer Grace and I had a nice visit with Jacob Stinson this morning as we were getting set up. Lots of people out here working out. He said that when they get here uh, this afternoon, it will be packed. Uh, I know Jake Farmer and his wife Ellen uh, do some stuff here at F45. This is a pretty neat place, Scott. You went in there and saw I it. It is very nice. Very nice. So it is a fun place to be on this beautiful day in the town of Pike Road. It is a Chamber of Commerce day out here. Just a little wind, but no problem with that. Um, I want us to go in here from the coaches before we take a look at the schedule, Scott, if right. you're good with that. I'm good with it. Uh, and then what I'll do when we're playing this audio, folks, I'll turn down uh, our mics so you will be able to uh, hear much better. This is Nate Oates right at – now, that's Scott wiping his mouth uh, with his with his microphone near his mouth. What that's If you're trying to identify all the noises out here today. That was a win. That was, yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's Nate Oates after the embarrassing performance at Rupp. I mean, Kentucky was ready to play tonight. We weren't. Cal had his guys ready to go. I didn't. They looked great. We looked awful. Our defensive intensity was... Not that, I mean, we, I told our guys after the game, we've had question marks about our defense all year. Those question marks are uh, completely erased. Everybody knows that we don't really guard at this point because I thought our efforts stunk. I mean, we, you know, part of the issue was we turned it over. They scored 29 points off our 16 turnovers, so you can't turn the ball over that much. Our starting backcourt had too many turnovers. We, we need to do a better job attacking them, taking care of the ball. But, you know, we had us for – Giving up 16 points in transition, not including the points off turnovers. So you take the 29 points off turnovers, 16 other points in transition, all of a sudden you're at 45 points before you even give your half-court defense a chance to get a stop. And then once they got in the half-court, I didn't think we were that great in there either. So, you know, in Kentucky shot the ball pretty well shooting. They were the team that's supposed to be able to shoot, and they, they shot it twice because we did. They gave up 54% from three. We gave up 63% from the field. And any kind of decent defense was played in the last eight minutes when I thought the game was already over when I guess in Kentucky probably was coasting to the end. So there's not a whole lot of positives about this. The only, the only positive thing is we played well enough on offense through the course of the year to be tied for first place after that horrendous effort. So we've got four four games left, and we got to try to figure out how to get these guys a little more motivated to play harder on defense. Right. Coach, um, did you feel that when well, you knew that uh, Kentucky could run, there was a running team, and you all were a running team, uh, was there any thought in your mind that you may want to do something to try to, to try to stop them from running? Because in the middle of the first half, Kentucky started pulling on points, and, you, and your, your passes weren't as pinpointed as they had been. Uh, and so, I mean, was there any thought about how to, how to change up the, the momentum of the game or the tempo or anything? Yeah, I mean, we knew transition defense was key to the game, and we knew if we turned it over, it was going to fuel their transition. So, you know, I, I didn't have a third point guard to put in that wasn't going to turn it over. You know, I'm not – would have helped to have Latrell Wrightsall, but he wasn't going to make up 22 points tonight. But, you know, he, he, he is shooting it better than the rest of our guys and taking care of the ball better than the rest of them. So would have helped to have him. That certainly wasn't going to make the difference in today 
we needed everybody to play a lot better. But, you know, I'm not sure what else I would have done to change up. I'm certainly not going to walk the ball up the floor. I don't know that that would have helped anyways. We turned the ball over more probably. So most of our points weren't, or most of our turnovers weren't transition turnovers. They were just careless passes, being careless with the ball, throwing it straight to the other team and pick and roll. You know, I'd have to go through all 16 of the turnovers to tell you all of them. But, yeah, I, I mean, we knew that they were dangerous in transition. We knew we couldn't turn it over. We turn it over and I, I felt like we had too many guys not give us an effort to get back in transition and get matched up and they made us pay like we suspected they would if, if we didn't do a good job. Do you think the defensive issues are fixable or is it just going to take perfect offense to have a chance in games like this? There's no perfect offense. It's gonna, I mean, we, 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 we gave up a 1-4-6 tonight. Like, I don't, yeah, like, best offense in the country. I don't know if there's many games in the country where somebody scored better than a one four six. So, you know, Kentucky's good offensive team, and they're, they were top ten coming in the game. We know that you know, Cal's done a really good job, kind of fixing the shooting issues he's had in the past. You know, he recruited some shooters. They got some shooters, and he had some other guys today. You know, Justin Edwards goes four four, and he hadn't been shooting it all that great. But you know, we let Dillian Am, Shepard, and Reeves. I'll shoot over 50% too. So, you know, he's done a good job getting the roster fixed where they've got good shooting to space the floor out. Obviously, they're better on offense. But, I, no, if the defense isn't fixable, we're not going to be able to win any big games. So, I think, I don't know that it's fixable to the point where we can be like we were last year. We were third in the country. That That's past the point of doing that. But, you know, maybe we can hold somebody to a – 1-1 one, one or 1-2 one, instead of a 1-4-6, and hopefully our offense is a 1-2 or 1-3, which that puts a lot of pressure on your, on your offense every night out. But our offense has been pretty good. You know, even, I mean, even tonight wasn't off. You know, if we take away the 16 turnovers, it wasn't a total disaster. But, you know, we were a 1-1-7. So if we get our defense, like, down to a 1-1, one, one, we'd probably have a chance. So I think there's parts of it fixable. Uh, some of it, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Nate, you mentioned Justin Edwards just a minute ago. What made it so difficult uh, to try to guard him in this game? It's, you know, been one of his best games since he's been at Kentucky. Yeah, he's 10 for 10 from the field. Shoot, he didn't miss a shot. I, I mean, you know, he's a guy that's big, strong, physical, and when he goes 4 or 4 from 3, and you don't do a very good job cutting him off, I, you know, I thought we gave up back cuts and we just we weren't locked in on the defense, and I didn't, I didn't have these guys ready to go well enough. But when a guy like that, that's as athletic as him, and play, like he goes four or four from three, you're, you're in trouble. Matthew. Yeah, he was. Rollin Griffin was only two of eight from three point land, but finished with 21 points, uh, had four assists, didn't turn the ball over. What have you seen from him tonight, and then just the progression that you've seen in year two? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely getting better. You know, we, we're relying on him more. He's a pretty smart kid. He's usually been decent on defense for us. He's kind of been one of the brighter spots, at least his on-ball defense. But, you know, he he needed to be better for us on defense, but it'd be nice if he shot a little bit better. But we, we can't rely on just shooting, you know, making 12, 15 threes to win games. I mean, 6 of 17, we didn't get up as many as we want. Large part of that's how Kentucky guarded us. They wanted to run us off the line. They did a really good job, and you know, Ryland got up the most of anybody. But 
you know, I mean, he, he was solid shooting in of a turnover. That's better than you can say about most of the rest of the roster tonight. Kyle. Nate, they had a lineup that over six minutes, scored 28 points. It was the three guards, Edwards and Avisic. Anything you saw from that group in particular that just makes them really tough to guard? Yeah, I mean, Z had 18 points in less than 20 minutes. I mean, we didn't do a very good job guarding him at all. You know, we were supposed to switch. We knew he was a shooter. We and then switch coverage and give up a three. I, like, I have no idea. Like, pick and pop is not supposed to work against the switching coverage and we switched and somehow he still popped and got off a three. Our guys were not on the same page defensively. You know, that, that, like those three guards are obviously uber talented. Shoot it, score it. When you add in, uh, who was it? It was the three guards and Edwards and Z. Yeah. Edwards goes 10 of 10. You know, Z goes 7 of 11 and you got three really talented guards that can all pass from one shoot. Like, that's a really good offensive group. And we didn't guard, and then we obviously didn't make them pay on art. You know, I'm guessing that maybe that group doesn't as play play as much together because they're a poor defensive group. But if they're going to score every time down, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, they're hitting threes every other possession and scoring every time down. I, I don't know what that defensive group had over that eight minutes, but I'm guessing it was good enough to probably look at playing that lineup more. We, we probably helped Cal out a little bit tonight, figuring some lineups out that work, because shoot, what, they, they scored 28 points in eight minutes or something, is that what you said? Six minutes, 28 points in six minutes. That's pathetic, Scott. <laughs> you know, we'll stop it right there. Team scores 28 points in six minutes, 58 points in the first half, 59 points in the second half. First off, you heard what he's saying basically he's indicting himself uh later on in the press conference he says i don't know what i have to do to get these guys to play hard i remember when avery johnson said that about five years ago i i went off uh on that you're getting paid a whole lot of money to figure out what you need to do uh, to get them to play hard. Yeah, the problem is that they're just not – obviously they're not locked into doing that every day in practice. If they had a pie chart for their practice, it's probably 95% offensively and 5% defensively. And then when you do that, that, that's the result you you potentially can get, especially at a place like Kentucky that – that, that feeds off of it. The energy's in there. There's 3,000 people in there. Shots are going down and kind of snowballed on them a little bit. I want to ask you this because I got a text from our friend Tom over the weekend. Um, and he was quite there's – there's a few elements to his text I want you to address. Right. Okay. It, it, and I, it may be best if I just get the text up. And, and I'll tell you how I responded. You may respond differently because he literally wanted me to ask you this. Um, he goes, Doug, I watched some, if not all, the Kentucky game yesterday. Um, you know, preferred to watch a few close games. <laughs> Who blames him? Uh, would you tomorrow with Scott touch on the philosophy of playing four of his starters about 35 minutes uh, uh, a piece in a game that uh, is this late in this grinding season? Um, my response to that, is you could tell in his post game how frustrated he was. My guess is the ones that he felt were given the least amount of effort, because I've heard him say this in midweek press conferences, if you're not gonna defend, you're not gonna play. So my response to him was my guess is, and some of these guys that didn't play a lot of minutes, 
he saw a ridiculous amount of effort on the low end and said, okay, you're not playing. You're going to sit over here with me. But I don't buy into the, oh, my gosh, these 22-year-olds played 35 minutes. They're going to be exhausted. Eight media timeouts, a 15-minute halftime. Don't give me this junk about how they literally are going to be leg heavy on Wednesday when they play again. Yeah, you got plenty of time to recover from that. I was a little bit surprised that they, they kept their starters in as long as they possibly did there in the, in the second half. Maybe they were because, trying to save face. Maybe because they didn't want to get beat 40 or 50. That's right. They were down 38 at one time. Yeah, yeah. so maybe it was – but at the same time, if guys aren't playing particularly hard, you know you're going to get beat. There's a chance to send a message to, to some of your guys that you're going to lose the game anyhow. You might as well you know, sit the guys that you're trying to send a message to. But I was a little surprised that he had so many guys in late, that late in the game. Because I'm always I'm always fearful somebody's going to get hurt. That's right. That would be the main that thing. always yeah. pops in my mind. A guy's going to step on somebody's ankle and it's a 30-point game and here you are. Why, why are you still out there on the play? Then, you're, then there's really no explanation. Yes. There's nothing you could say that would benefit you if that were to happen. Yes. Same thing really with Kentucky. They had some of their guys out there too. Yeah. Uh, the last in the uh, I think in the under 4 timeout. Um so let me look at their like uh Reese played 31, uh Shepherd played 32 minutes. Um Edwards played 30. So uh, you know, even in a blowout game, it, Cal played a lot of them too. Not like Nate Oates though. And in my and I, I, I also told him Alabama was missing two guys that normally chew up some minutes. Yep. Reitzel didn't play. Neither did the kid that was suspended uh, for the for the elbow or the fist against the Florida guy yeah. on that loose ball. So that changes it some. Yeah. But not, I th- not thirty something points. Right. Uh, no, no, no. Changes the minutes. Yes. Yes. Some. Yes. Uh, if if Reitzel's used to play in twenty five minutes then those 25 go somewhere else. Yes. Uh, but my guess is, knowing how Nate Oates responded in the postgame, I got a feeling there was a lot of frustration out there in deciding who was going to be on the floor and who wasn't. No, like you guys, none of you guys have defended, but you four defended better than any of these other stiffs. We're <laughs> going to let you play, and you boys get to watch it with me. Yeah, yeah well, if he, if I know he wasn't trying to give Kentucky some confidence, but obviously Kentucky got some confidence from playing in that game. There's no doubt. Well, and that comes off the game at Auburn Arena, at Neville Arena, that it was already building a little bit. Now, you know, but but would it it not be so Kentucky, so Kentucky, after those two games, this would be absolute Kentucky in a nutshell. What if, (laughs) you know, on Wednesday we know that, uh, you know, Auburn uh, has got Tennessee. Kentucky's at Mississippi State. It would be so Kentucky for them to get beaten oh, that game. That's a hundred percent trap game there. Yeah, um, uh, a game that they sh- a game that they should win. You know, Mississippi State's been up and down all year long, but but a game that kind of like after they beat Auburn and then they go and lose at LSU. I that's mean, that, right. That's kind of who they've been. The big night of basketball is Auburn, Tennessee at six o'clock on ESPN two on Wednesday. Alabama and Ole Miss following that on the same station on ESPN two. So uh, lots of things will be determined. But, Scott, before we get to the break, and we're going to take a break, and we're going to hear some from Bruce Pearl, I want you to just go through win-loss, win-loss, okay? Right. Right. right now, South Carolina 
and Auburn are a game back of Tennessee and Alabama. Okay, Kentucky and Florida are two back. Yep. All right. So here we go. Here is Auburn's schedule. You just say win, loss, win, loss. Gotcha. At Tennessee. Loss. Mississippi State at home. Win. At Missouri. Win. Georgia at home. Win. Three and one. Right now they are ten and four, I believe. Uh, let me make, let me get let me make sure I get that right. I don't want to screw that up because we're gonna come up with what their record is. Yeah, Auburn's ten and four. That would make them thirteen and five. Yep. Okay. Let's go South Carolina. They are also ten and four. Here are their four. At Texas A and M. Golly bones. Who seems to have tanked it. Completely tanked. Yeah. Hundred percent yeah. tanked it. Is can Buzz get them back playing for that one? If you want to say win, say uh, win. Uh, oh, South Carolina, they're going to get beat. You think they are? Okay, 0-1. Florida at home. Mm. Florida's, Florida's good. I they saw are them good. They're freaking good. Yeah. I was going to get beat again. Okay. Tennessee at home. 0-3. My Albert Mater's going to get yeah. a zip three. And then at Mississippi State, they finish their regular season. Uh, well, they'll go. Why don't you just say go one, one and three? three. Let's yeah. just say Let's one just and three. One one. I'm not gonna pick which one. All right, one so and that's three. ten and four, and they go one and three. They're eleven and seven. Okay, so they're out of the mix. You yeah. got Auburn sitting there at thirteen and five. Let's go Tennessee next. They are eleven and three, where Alabama is right now. We'll do Alabama last. Tennessee's got four left. Auburn at home. Win. At Alabama. Loss. At South Carolina. Uh, win. Kentucky at home. Win. Three and one. Fourteen and four. Three and one, but that's that's a tough three and one. Yeah, those are tough games. Yeah. Fourteen and four is what you got them. All right. So now we do the defenseless team uh, <laughs> to close this out. Then we'll then we'll take a break uh, after we get Alabama's done with their schedule. Alabama's final four at Oxford Wednesday night at o, at Ole Miss. Win. Tennessee at home. You've already said win. win. Um, hold on a second. Why did I call up your deal? Let's call about okay. And that so you got them one and one there at Florida. No, I got them two and zero. Oh. Yeah, two and zero oh at Florida. Loss. Arkansas at home. Win. Three Four, and one. Fourteen and four. Tennessee, Alabama, a game ahead of Auburn at thirteen and five. That would get Auburn the third seed, depending on what Kentucky does. But uh, Kentucky's already got five, and Florida's got five. But it would literally mean that the top two seeds would be Alabama, Tennessee. If it plays out like we played it out, yep. Tennessee would get the one seed because of their record against the next team. Now, I saw it broken down this morning. They would both get championship trophies, but Tennessee would get the one seed and Alabama the two. Kentucky's in whose bracket? You, uh, you know? that, yeah, it depends on what happens with Kentucky. Yeah. K- Kentucky would be in the, within the top bracket, in the one bracket, I think. Uh, and so it, it's an interesting thing. Somebody sent me a deal that would tell you you can say how you think all the games are going to go, and it would give you and it gives you the yeah. bracket. Pretty interesting stuff. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to hear from Bruce Pearl, Scott Sanders, and Doug Amos from F45 out here in the shops at Pike Road. Let me tell you something, man. Jacob Stinson has it going out here. You need to come out here and see us on a beautiful Monday on the Mondays with the Mayor edition of the Max Roundtable.
This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com slash Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Basil's Truck and Camper wants to hook you up. Basil's Truck and Camper specializes in trailer sales and service. They install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. They're dealers for Lear, Roland Lock, Undercover, WeatherTech, Betterbuilt Toolboxes, B&W Gooseneck Hitches, and are the only draw-tight hitch pro in the state. Basil's Truck and Camper is located at 507 Northeastern Boulevard or call 260-5554. Check them out at basilstruckandcamper.com and follow them on Facebook. Come on by and let Basil's hook you Be the commander-in-chief of savings when you shop Cohen's President's Day sale going on now. Get up to $3,000 in rebates when you purchase select KitchenAid appliances at Cohen's. Or take home the Whirlpool four-piece kitchen suite, including the side-by-side refrigerator, electric range, microwave hood combo, and dishwasher for just $22.99. That's a savings of $11.89. Ask about special financing, too. Exercise your right to life, liberty, and huge savings during Cohen's President's Day sale. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. The Capo, which is Italian for boss, is Five Point Deli and Grill's Burger of the Month. When I asked Eric what's on it, he said, stuff. And I told him he needed to be a little bit more specific for this commercial. He said, okay, it's a half-pound burger grilled in a butter and grilled brioche bun. Thick-cut bacon. Their house ham sliced thin, smoked, and grilled on the flat top. Two slices of melted provolone cheese, zesty Italian pepper with olive spread. Now I know why Eric just said stuff, but that stuff sure sounds good. Five Points Deli and Grill in Old Cloverdale. Marketing can be hard. At Dogwood Media Solutions, we are the outsourced marketing solution your business needs. Not every business can afford to have their own marketing department, and that's where we come in. We can be that for you. Website updates, social media, advertising, public relations, and more. Learn more about how this works by giving us a call at 334-425-0009 or visit us online at dogwd.com. dogwd.com. How much do you pay to get a two-piece suit cleaned at your dry cleaners? Is it over $20? Lily's Cleaners charges only $16. Lily's Cleaners also offers military discounts. And if you bring in 20 pieces to be cleaned, Lily's will deduct 20% off your bill. Lily's Cleaners on Dow Raider Road at the Atlanta Highway just behind Dollar Tree and just off the Eastern Bypass on the Lagoon Business Loop, which is the road that runs beside Walter Craig. Lily's Cleaners, where Price cleans clothes. If you're looking for the best opportunity for copier multifunction systems and printers, look no further than ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. It's locally owned by Eddie and Judy Cobb, and they are service-oriented. Ten service techs to take care of all of your needs. But most of all, Eddie and Judy have built their business on integrity and trust. It's ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. Give them a call at 334-396-0809. Budweiser presents the world's first star in your own radio commercial. Okay, guys, whenever you hear this sound, insert your name. Hi there. Your name. Sorry I'm late. 
Sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day to be a neurosurgeon and a swimwear model. Oh, am I thirsty. How about it? Your name. Got anything tall and cool? Oh, Budweiser long necks, though. Your name. You are so thoughtful. But of course, Bud's the first choice for every occasion. Ah. You know, I have a confession to make. If I ever had a son, I'd want to name him. Your name. Oh. Your name. Come here. Now. Mm. Your name. Your name. Your name. Well, you did very well in your first commercial. Have a bud. You've earned it. This bud's for Your name. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union, rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. All right, we're out here at the shops at Pike Road at F45. Just an incredible interval training station business. We'll visit a little bit later on with Jacob Stinson, who I think uh, y'all share a passion. We all three share a passion for golf. Yeah. I'll have to ask him about that. He is. I think he's a good golfer, too, I believe. Before we get to listen to some of Bruce Pearl, on a personal note, lost a guy over the weekend that meant really a whole bunch uh, to me and uh, my professional career. Wiley Steen, who used to be the director of Parks and Recreation uh, here for the city of Montgomery, uh, lost or lost his life or, or lost his battle uh this weekend i understand he'd been in the hospital for a while uh and just a dear dear friend and uh rad told me about that uh yesterday i had had not been aware of it uh but i just remember wally steen and scott miller and uh, all the people that i used to work so closely with uh at the parks and recreation and uh it's a very sad day for me when I heard that Wiley uh, had passed away. So please say your prayers for the Steen family. We would appreciate it. There is absolutely no doubt about it. All right, let's hear uh, from the Auburn head coach after that just blowout win uh, that Auburn had over the Georgia Bulldogs. It was incredibly impressive. And here is the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, Bruce Pearl. Great win for us. Um, Georgia uh, has been playing really well. Um, and, and Mike still got him playing really hard. Um, and we knew there was a big, big prize on our head, a big number at, you know, for, with our net and our ranking and stuff like that. Um, and uh, coming in without Jalen Williams, um, we had to change some things up. So we put three different guys in the start lineup, I'm sure. Um, you know, static chart Baker. Chad Baker was the best player on the floor tonight. Um, on both, you know, certainly, he was the best player on the floor tonight. Um, trust the ball, trust him with the ball in his hands as a playmaker. Obviously, he can make shots, you know, make, makes fouls, makes free throws. He shot, you know, seven. You know, of the 16 free throws that we had tonight, uh, made them all. And uh, you know, I thought Jani Broom um, played really well and had to play two positions. I 
I actually played Chennai and Dylan together, um, which uh, had nothing to do with the fact that Georgia plays big, big, but just again putting the best my best players on the floor. I thought Chennai offensively in the second half was really key. Uh, Katie Johnson really struggled in the first half, but he played great in the second half. Played great defense, made some big plays. Uh, we started in Holloway just to see if we could, you know, kind of get him going. Two things on that one. You know, nobody is harder on himself than Aiden. Okay, Aiden is one of the best freshman point guards in the country. He is. And when he hasn't played, hadn't shot it well for a bunch of games, you know, that could that could have a young man lose his confidence. You spend time on social media and, and you're disappointing lots of people. Nobody's more disappointed than Aiden. But to his credit, he has stayed in the gym. He's kept his attitude really pretty good considering the lack of success he's had, but the team was still, you know, still having success without him. And he was okay. Speaks a lot to his character, but he stayed in it. He stayed in it. And if we can get him to be in a situation where he's feeling good, better about himself, um, that's, a, that's a real positive thing. Um, Cheney Johnson, um, first Division One start of his career. What a what a great what a great game! You can see why our team was confident because it was the next man up. Um, Cheney was terrific defensively. He was offensively. He was calm. He got that ball inside. He he he, he took it closer. Ira Bowman has done a tremendous job with Cheney in his individual development. I'm happy for Cheney because he's one of the hardest workers that we, we, we've ever had. And, uh, you know, to come in and play 26 minutes and not even miss a beat. This team does like each other. And, um, and I, I thought it was just my coaching staff. I thought that my staff did a great job. Ira Bowman and Mike Burgermaster had the scout. They did a phenomenal. We changed some things up. We played zone. Hadn't played a lot of zone. We really respect Mike's his ability as an offensive coach. And, and we just didn't want to guard a lot of the really good man-to-man -man offense that Georgia has. Just, we're, not, we're just not going to guard it. Can't guard it or it's hard to guard it. And the zone helped, helped keep, keep off balance. Uh, sure. Uh, Coach, do you feel like in the extra long week getting to this game after the Kentucky game, wanting to kind of get that next game going? Well, I think, I think it helped us from a standpoint of rest, physically and mentally. I don't know what the math will tell you guys, this is the last weekend of the bye. But I think, South, did South Carolina have the bye also? Yes. And they went to Ole Miss and won. And we, we you know, I, I, I bet you the teams that had the week off, I bet you they did well in their first game. Bruce, just, I mean, what does it say about these guys, too, that they were able to stave off that second half comeback but do it while, I mean, several of them were, were in pretty deep foul trouble? We were in deep foul trouble. We were in deep drop foul trouble. I just, again, Georgia shoots 31 free throws. And with the exception of Chad Baker, who shot seven, the rest of my team shot nine free throws. It's tough on the road. Uh, when it got close late, Chad Baker once again came into the huddle on the bench rallied the troops, calmed them down. Um, 
he is passionate, he's emotional, um, he is uh, very appreciative of the opportunity here at Auburn. Um, it's interesting, he, he, he doesn't need to play at home to play well. <laughs> you know, Cheney Johnson's also, in many ways, played better on the road than he has at home. So I'm going to start Jalen Williams at home and start changing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's Bruce Pearl, obviously incredibly pleased with how his team played in the absence of Jalen Williams, which he should be very, very pleased. Uh, I do think this. Uh, I do believe that Chris Moore will no longer start. Uh, you know, he started, I, I think, that Chris Moore plays incredibly hard, probably plays as hard as anybody on Auburn's team. But I bet that uh, Auburn starters, when when Jalen Williams come back, comes back, will be Broom, Williams, Baker Mazzara, Denver Jones, and Aiden Holloway. Yep. I think those will be the five. And I think that is Auburn's most productive Five. Now they'll. Uh, the other guys will obviously. Trey Donaldson will, will play. Obviously, uh, Cardwell will play. Obviously, uh, the the guy Chris Moore will play, and then uh, the, yeah, the the yeah Chaney Johnson yeah. will play. Um, but I, I do think this just a just my prediction. I do believe that Auburn's going to start playing mainly nine guys. Maybe sometimes a tenth, and so, but I I just have to believe because I think you've beat this into my head over the years. I think the closer you get to postseason, coaches have a tendency tighten it up to tighten it up, just, and you and you heard tick, and you heard Bruce Pearl say, "I wanted my best guys out on the floor," yeah, because uh, he changed the starting lineup. Up, your yeah, thoughts yeah. about that? Yeah, no, I, I, most teams when they get down to the last week or two left of the regular season in the conference tournament play into the into March Madness, you know, people kind of have a tendency to shrink their bench by if you're playing nine, might play eight, playing ten, might play nine, just just shrink it a man or two. Um, and just kind of hone in on those guys a little bit on both ends of the floor. You know, I, I wanted to ask you this because you've talked to me about this too because it's something that you've done. Yeah. Uh, when you get this time of year and get you to comment on this toward Tom's text about playing 34, 35 minutes in a game, that's not that big a deal. But I know you turn down the intensity at practice a bit more. In between, in these last weeks of the regular season, you don't keep them out there and go going all at it for an hour and a half yeah. anymore. Yeah, when you're, pra- when you're playing on Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday, you know, more times than not, they're taking Sunday off. You got two days of preparation. And again, you can, you can kind of monitor. That's you know, I've said this many times on the show. That's where my dad was so good. He, When he was in the SEC tournament, you know, he was always talking about how fresh their legs were and we're going to get in and out of here in, in 45 minutes to an hour and get off the floor. We're going to have the freshest legs of anybody else in the tournament. He always put in a, a, a brand-new offense. He spent some time to put in a brand-new offense, and that's a lot of the reason why they won so many of their SEC championships when he was there coaching. But you know, from a mental standpoint, thinking that your legs are fresh and, and, and being a little bit fresher than your opponents, you know, has a has a huge advantage for you, in my opinion. So th- there's a lot of talk now about when a couple of jobs come open about the two coaches in this state. You know, I think for Nate Oates, it may be jobs in Michigan because he spent so much time there. Somebody told me Michigan State, when uh, – 
once Mickey retires, Izzo. Izzo retires, that that would probably be the top place he'd want to go. But it looks like Michigan might make a change this year with Jawan Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that could be. I don't think he would go to Louisville uh, because I just don't think that's getting him anywhere. You know, I just don't think that would be as appealing to him. I think Alabama will pay him more than Louisville would pay him. But so I think it's a Big Ten job up in that area of the country that might entice him, depending on what uh, Greg Byrne decides to do. Most people are believing, like I 100% believe, that Bruce Pearl will coach his last game at Auburn. I don't see him going anywhere. But the one job, Scott – that intrigues him when he was at Southern Indiana way back in his early days, the one dream job that he had said and told people was the Indiana job. job. And if Woodson is let go this year, do you think Indiana would call Bruce Pearl? And and what do you think Bruce Pearl's response would be? Yeah, I I do think that they would be crazy not to. With the sustained success he's had at Auburn, which is – Auburn's not not been and not is a basketball school like Indiana's a basketball school. I would I would think Indiana would be crazy not to reach out to them. I, I, with the Nate Oates thing, I mean, my, my whole thing is this. I mean, if they're not going to pay him more money, why, why? and I would think that Alabama finally has Alabama basketball where they want it to be, I don't know if he would leave. I honestly, when he got right down to it, I mean – He's in a he's in a great situation. He's built it up. They've been very successful. Why why would he why would he is is supposedly his family likes it here in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Why would he leave for Michigan or Michigan State? Why why would he? I mean, I know he's from up in that area, but again, you know, I, it's not going to be a money thing because Alabama can do what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, that's right. So so. In my mind, why would why would he even why would he leave? Let me ask you this: You have your finger on the pulse of college basketball a lot. I would believe that if Nate Oates took another job, and it was obvious that it was money related, Alabama stepping to the plate. I, I would, you know, but I'm saying if they didn't step up to the plate and somebody outbid them. I would think the Alabama basketball fan base would have a conniption fit. Oh, 100%. 100%. That's why you hear about the arena, you know, now all of a sudden people are coming forward to, to, to give money towards the arena. I, I just, I'm one of the, I'm, I'm of the believing that Nate Oates is not going to leave. It would be, it'll be interesting to see. Here's one reason I don't, and I agree with Brian on this. We got a text. Here's the main reason I don't think that, well, there's two main reasons that I don't think Bruce Pearl would leave. One, I still have very vivid memories of the press conference when he got emotional. Auburn gave him an opportunity that nobody else was giving him. Even sucked up on a show calls to give him a job. I think he's very loyal to that and to what Jay Jacobs did and to what Auburn has done for him. The second thing, Scott, is I believe – here's why I think he's going to retire at Auburn because I totally believe he wants to hand the baton to Steven. Yep. His son. And yep. if he takes another job somewhere else, that's, I don't think that's as cut and dried. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. 100%. I, you know, that, that's definitely that definitely going to factor in there. And, and and can he get it? Will he get it if, if Bruce does stay here and leave? I mean, he stays here for the duration. But I, I think he's got – you know, how old – I think he's got several more good years in him for sure. He's um, – we looked at it. I think he's 11 years or so older uh, than – Maybe more than that. 
than than Alabama's head coach. I, the the glare on this is phenomenal. It's hard to hard to see. Uh, he, I can't even see my computer, Scott. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Um, but yeah, he's into his sixties. Yeah, um, he's got several. He's got several more good years in him, I would think. Um, I wanted to ask you this uh, because somebody has texted this, an Alabama basketball fan, saying, "Does the fact that Alabama?" I'll just paraphrase it because I can't see my my deal right now. He was basically <laughs> saying, what's the main difference from being so good defensively two years and being so bad this year defensively? Is it because they've got so many new players that, that you know, they – Here's a, they don't have a rim protector. Yes. The two freshmen last year were two of their best defenders. Noah Clowney may have been the best defender, or the kid that went to Arizona yep. was one of their best. Jaden Bradley. Bradley. Yep. Reitzel's new in. Nelson is new in. Uh, and they lose, you know, their rim protector in Bediaco. Is it because some of these guys that are coming into the SEC from mid-major programs don't quite get the intensity that's needed uh, to to do, to defend at that level? Well, that's part of it. But I don't think Grant Nelson could, can guard the way they want him to. Oh, He's I, not athletic enough to no be doubt. able to get out there and guard people. So when you got a guy like him that can't – it's gonna if he goes out there and tries to pressure people, he's gonna get exposed. No doubt. Bruce Pearl, sixty-three. By the way, we need to take a break. Great seeing yep, you. Same to you. Appreciate uh, it. We'll be in the studio, I believe, next week. All right. Uh, Bill will let us know. But when we return, the honorable one, the mayor of Pike Road, steps into the batter's box. We'll have a big time with him as Mondays with the mayor rolls on from out here at F forty-five interval training. A little bit later in the program, Jacob Stinson joins us. Stick around. It is the Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. Hey, it's Peter Burns for the SEC Network. The best midday show in the Montgomery area and in Auburn, Opelika, is the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 1067. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more, and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. We're Montgomery, Alabama. The place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. Barley is the soul of Budweiser. That's why we've been working with the same family-owned American farms for more than 50 years to harvest it. 
The secrets to growing this grain perfectly have been passed down through three generations. For them, it's a legacy. And it's why only the best barley and locally sourced ingredients are used to make Budweiser. Budweiser is proudly raised across America. This Bud's from our barley farmers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey there, Russell from Gales Down the Street Cafe. Are you looking for a fancy lunch place with white tablecloths and servers when they're whites and blacks? Well, if you are, this ain't it. If you're looking for a quality, down-home country lunch where you get food like your grandma used to cook, Gales Down the Street Cafe is the place for you. If you're looking for roast beef, if you're looking for country vegetables, if you're looking for anything like your grandma would have cooked, Gales Down the Street is the place for you. 2741 Zelda Road. It's Gales Down the Street Cafe, open Monday through Friday, 11 to 2. This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Japanese Auto to a friend. Matt Parsley here with Budget Car and Truck Sales Montgomery and Prattville. We've moved all our inventory to the Montgomery location for this huge event. One-stop shopping with no waiting. Selling your car? Buyers on site. Most offers way over Kelly Blue Book. Banks and loan officers with rates from 1.9 and terms up to 84 months. All in one giant location. It's dime time. Dime time's the right time for you to buy a nicer, newer car you deserve. That's right, one thin dime. Keep the jingle in your pocket with Dime Time. For this event, Budgets teamed up with Capital One. If you received an invitation for this event, you're approved. Getting approved is fast, simple, and easy with banks that want to say yes. With even bigger news, the Capital One event has now been open to the public with no impact to your credit. 100% credit approval is our goal. So if you've got a dime and some time, Dime Time could be right for you. BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. One giant location, 61 Mendel Parkway, just off Atlanta Highway, next to Fraser Church in Montgomery. Call 334-244-9777. Dime Time. When you think of chiropractic care, I'll bet you only think of a doctor that can help alleviate back and neck pain. This is Dr. Bob Hollis of HealthStar Chiropractic, and I want to talk about another patient who came in, this time with knee pain. He said that he wanted to see if we could help him before he went to see an orthopedic doctor. Just like the patient with back issues I've been telling you about, after we stretched and adjusted his knee, he told us that he was walking upstairs the very next day without any pain. Many of HealthStar patients come looking for non-surgical options, and we help them maintain their aging bones and prevent the need for surgery. At HealthStar Clinic, we offer a wide variety of medical-based treatments that allow us to provide quick pain relief for suffering patients. You can see what all ailments we treat at our website, HealthStarClinic.com. We are located just off Taylor Road across from Applebee's and in Prattville on Cobbs Ford Road where you can now find me. Come by and let's see if we can relieve your pain. You might be pleasantly surprised by the results. The best sports in the Montgomery area can be found on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 2 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN, the ticket in the River Region, and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313. 1170. It's time to retake your seat at the round table. 
brought to you by Max Credit Union. With locations in the River Region, Auburn and Opelika. Max, smart money made simple. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is the Max Roundtable, and we are joined out here at F45 Interval Training Facility. And, boy, day is Jacob getting it done in there for sure. A noon class is showing up as we speak. It's the Honorable Mayor of the Town of Pike Road, my good friend. How are you doing today, Mr. Man, springtime is here. Beautiful day, isn't it? It is a beautiful day, and in spite of my efforts to... Uh, not squint. I'm not succeeding. The sun is directly in our eyes, but it's a great thing. That's it is blessing. a great thing. And it's a beautiful day in Pike Road. Yes, sir. It is uh, going to be a fun hour with you, sir, out here in the shops at Pike Road. Um, more and more revenue coming in, more and more businesses looking at Pike Road to develop. I know of some that will remain nameless, but uh, it's an exciting time for the town of Pike Road, isn't it, Mr. Mayor? Yes, sir. We're blessed. We're very thankful for the opportunities that we have. You know, even when the economy is slowed nationally, we still see progress being made here. Somebody came in this morning and asked about the amount of dirt being moved in Pike Road, and I said, well, I don't think it's changed. Matter of fact, we may have more dirt being moved. I think some of the actual construction from a residential standpoint may have be a little bit slower uh, based on our permit numbers, but in the end of the day, uh, we've got more commercial activity happening, and the really neat thing is when I walked out of town hall to walk over here uh, a few minutes ago, the um, uh, there's a group in there right now talking about another project, another wow. uh commercial retail uh, oriented projects so you know when you have seven town centers and you're blessed to have growth throughout your region uh, throughout all those regions uh, in the town um, it allows you to uh, diversify and spread things out so sometimes people may not see on their normal path all the things that are going on but we've got things going on off of 231 we've got things going on uh here at, at, at pike and vaughn we've got things going on at, at the uh, wall intersection things going on at um, Vaughn and um, 110. So there's a lot of activity uh, happening in the, uh, at the historic town center. Things going on there. A lot of activity. Hey, we always like to bring people up to date while we're doing Mondays with the Mayor of things that have just happened. And the coaches poll is out uh, in college basketball. I'll just run down the SEC teams for you. Tennessee is number four. Auburn all the way up to number 11 from 14. Alabama stayed 13. That's the third team uh, in the in the conference. Kentucky was just beat Alabama by 22, and that was as close as it could have possibly been. Is 15 currently? South Carolina uh, is up to to 18. And Florida stayed in at 24. So Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, Alabama, Auburn, and Tennessee are in the top 25. That's six teams out of the top. Sounds like a football league. But, you know, uh, those are very good basketball teams. When you, yeah. If you watch any of those teams play, you will um, – You'll go. That's a that they're talented. I mean, that's there. There's a possibility that those teams can go deep. 
And, and before we do dig, we'll dig fast. You always love to talk about softball, especially when things are turning warmer uh, in the spring. I'm trying to see where your Razorbacks are. Twelve and three. Thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. That's right. Uh, and uh, Auburn is Lost currently two, seven, and two. seven, two, and one. Right. Uh, Alabama, meanwhile, 16 and 0, but they hadn't played anybody uh, of note yet. They've well, played teams that they should beat, and they did beat. The conference is very, very strong, and I, I'm excited about watching really, really good competition once we get a couple of weeks in and we start seeing games you know, regularly on ESPN, ESPN Plus, et cetera. But, um, you know, pitching is, is in this state right now at both Auburn and Alabama is phenomenal. Uh, Arkansas has got young pitchers, and they've one of them uh, sophomore pitched a perfect game this weekend. So they've got they're they're doing well too. So it's it's going to be exciting. Big day tomorrow. We've done this for a couple of years now, and it's the seedling giveaway, Mr. Mayor, uh, courtesy of the Alabama Forestry Commission. Eight o'clock tomorrow at Founder Station. It's located at forty nine zero two Pike Road. Weekdays from eight to five, you can pick up a seedling or two what i love about the pickup is is you get to kind of learn a little bit about them and and what may do best on your land or where you are as far as sunlight availability sunshine shade and it's really really cool yeah, and the Forestry Commission will staff that during part of that time. It's at some points, they'll leave the trees there for us to distribute. But but if you plant it right and contact Jennifer Grace Arnold at uh, Founder Station, she'll be able to help you know when the Forestry Commission will be there. And, they, you know, we just had a, uh, an exceptional program with them. Uh, recently, and we're going to have more workshops to talk about the opportunities to, to know. For instance, you know, you, you, get, a, you get this sapling you're so excited about it you want to plant it and then all of a sudden you know five years later it grows and you've, you've got this huge uh, uh spread of limbs and, and branches and you're like well, why didn't i think of that right. ahead of time sure well this is an opportunity to work with them to uh to think about what we can do to uh, change that um, perspective a little bit and give you better information. Also, uh, on March 9, which is not too far away, Mr. Mayor, the Easter Ornament Workshop uh, having, I love this, excellent Easter uh, with the Pike Road Arts Council. Grab your peeps and head over to the Easter Ornament Workshop. You know where it is because it's at the Pike Road Arts Center where so many events take place. It's a three-hour workshop. The cost is $20 per family. Uh, you can learn more by by getting in touch with the ever so famous in the town of Pike Road, Patty Payne, at patty at pikeroad.us. That's P-A-T-T-Y at pikeroad.us. Easter is such a special time of the year, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the rebirth legitimately uh, for, for what it stands for, you know, the, the, the Christ arising. But it is also uh, an opportunity for us to celebrate the uh, in many different ways here, the uh, excitement of spring. And so uh, Patty's doing a great job with all the things she does, but this is a especially fun time to engage. So involve your family. Find out more about details of times and locations by going to pikeroad.us, checking under the Enhance uh, link on the website, and go down and, and click on that, and they'll give you all the details. Or just call the, the uh, Arts House. They're open on Saturday afternoons and Sundays if you just want to go by. I may want to be at this next event we want to tell you about. It's at March 21st. It's called Business Over Biscuits. Uh, the Pike 
Micro Business Association partners with this, uh, Troy's Continuing Education and Outreach Department, to provide these monthly. And basically, it's a master class on business etiquette, time management, effective communication. You just, you may be a business owner, you may be an employee of an uh, effective business, but this is a great opportunity for people to further uh, what they got going on in their professional lives. Well, one of the things that we we know is that businesses in Pike Road are very proud to be here and they're excited about their uh, activities that they have going on but they they also they need to they need a referral network they need people to share that with so this this business association is really created to provide that networking experience so that they can they can uh, connect and doing this breakfast meeting allows us to uh, fit schedules that might not be able to come to lunch and plus this program I think they're focusing on four critical components but you know communication and networking are two of the most important parts of that and and it's really just it's about helping you and others in the community be more successful by working together cost ten dollars a person it's scheduled from 8 to 11 on march 21 it's just right across the way here at the pike road town hall check-in begins about 7 30 you know what the deal is email katie uh, Katie Brassfield at Katie, K-A-T-Y, at pikeroad.us. Uh, it's part of the Enhance Initiative uh, here in the town of Pike Road. Uh, you've got to have all of this in. You've got to be registered. You can't just walk up, and you must be complete that registration by March 19th. A lot more information is available at the website, pikeroad.us. Absolutely, and just like where we are right now, what's going on right in front of us, right behind us, we hear the music out of our, our sponsor, our host today, yeah, Forty Five. Little exercise, and they're working out. And then right of right sitting next to us is Jennifer having a good big piece of mellow mushroom pizza. I do on her behalf. I need to take I from need, from right mellow I mean, mushroom. And it is lunchtime. I understand. It is lunchtime. And then it's right there. And so my point being that we're trying to network and connect people because you you know you may have a neighbor business that complements what you do. That's okay. why we're doing these uh, breakfast. On Jennifer Grace behalf this will be the last meal she has today uh this will be it for her because she's either getting married on april 6 or 9 she's not totally sure um moving along though how about the book the beekeeping ag and stewardship workshop save the date that also is march 21 that one's out on trotman road out at charlie's old land at the pike road ags recreation and performing arts park that's going to be another fun event i think y'all have done a beekeeping thing in the past that was incredibly popular. Yes, and, and these will sell out also. And you'd be surprised how many people in this community are uh, involved in the industry of of uh, producing uh, and and selling honey, which is a direct result of having these hives. So it is a, it is an opportunity for us to partner with our friends at the Extension Service and our colleagues at Auburn and uh, Alabama A&M who serve them with so many great programs. And we're excited about. The, about doing this, uh, particularly uh, in the spring, because that's when you're seeing the bees, you're thinking about it, and it's important. If you want to get into this business, sign up now. 
so that you can be on that list. And again, pikeroad.us to find out all the information you need to know on it. What are the more popular events that you and your staff put together last year right around, uh, right before Easter was the Pisanke egg dyeing uh, workshop. Well, I think it was sold out last year. You're doing it again on a couple of days later in March, March 22nd and 23rd. It's a three-hour class. It's suitable for anybody age 12 and up. You can take home uh, your what you get done there, but it's 1 to 4 on the 22nd, 9 to 12 on the 23rd. Another event that registration is required for, Mr. Mayor, and Patty Payne is your contact there. Once again, Patty at pikeroad.us. Well, uh, Easter, it's just it is the perfect setting for Patty and her group, the, the Arts Council, because there's so many beautiful things that occur in the spring in Pike Road, and they're capturing those. And those, I don't think you want to go hide those eggs. No, no, no. Those are, that's a really unique kind of artistic yeah, you keep that style that you, want to, that you want to try to learn how to be a part of because they'll increase in value. There's no doubt about it. And then, of course, uh, yet another event that Patty's getting done out there late. It starts late March, but lasts through the third week of April. It is Just Desserts Art Show and Sale. Uh, again, lasting for about a month, uh, and it's going to be a fun thing. Artists' renditions of their favorite sweet treats. I bet there's some good ones to look at. Probably make your mouth water a little bit. Well, between the cake design programs that we have and then, then, then the artistic capturing of those designs, you kind of see the full gamut. We, we can go from how to grow the, the uh, ingredients to how to bake the cake and yeah, design it sure. to how to capture it all in the Enhanced Initiative in Pike Road. That's but, great. Uh, I, in all seriousness, it is really fascinating to see how if you empower individuals in your community to use their creative spirit and go out and, and, and follow their passions, what they'll come up with. And what's most rewarding about this is, is that they're meeting so many different types of needs because they're, they're, they're covering the whole spectrum of, of interest from somebody who's just trying to beautify their lawn with, a, with shade trees to somebody who's working on trying to add some, uh, some particular type trees that may create acorns for instance to bring uh wildlife into their into their on their land or somebody that's you know in, in looking for a new way to celebrate with their family around the you know easter time and they want to do something artistically engaged in that i mean all of this kind of interconnects if you if you just think about it and it's really cool because it's not it's it's not accidental, but it's also not intentional. It's how people begin to work together, and it just grows together. Pike Road Arts Center opens Saturdays from 10 to 4, Sundays from 1 to 4. Again, that begins March 24. There is no cost to bring in uh, your best art pieces that will go on display for just about a month there right under the water tower. You know where it is on Wallahatchie Road. But as we take a break, I want you to talk about how important the month of April is for Pike Road with spring cleanup and all the great work uh, that everybody does around here to make sure the town of Pike Road stays spotless. One of the things that we are experiencing right now is this wind, right? Yeah. And when you, whenever you have wind, it's anytime there's a piece of paper, it's going to blow it to to you know, the, uh, the most discreet place, somewhere that you don't even realize it's there. And then all of a sudden you get that and you get that and you get that. And then you have, 
you have the need for a cleanup crew. And so what we try to do is take advantage of the fact that we have wonderful volunteerism and work with the statewide PALS organization that does uh, encourages spring clean. And so what we've seen in our area is teams of people adopting spaces. Might be an intersection, might be a section of the road, might just be the area in front of their neighborhood. But that is so really, really important because you, you'd be surprised what a deep clean can do to making it, 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 it that much more attractive. So thank you for organizing out there. Thank you for giving consideration. If you're a church, church group or if you are a uh, school group or you're a community organization or you've got neighbors in your, on your street that want to get together, all of that's possible, and we provide all the materials. All you have to do is contact us at, at contact Jennifer Grace or uh, Arnold or Katie Brassfield at the town hall, and they will reach out reach back out to you so you can email them at info at pikerow.us. They'll reach back out to you, make sure you have the supplies that you need, the bags, the, all the materials. Because y'all supply all of that. Yeah, everything's there. I think y'all even supply like the little pokers. Yeah, glove, yeah. gloves and, and the, the little hand, the reachers, as you want to call them, grabbers, and then the uh, the bags and 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 we'll provide a place where they can drop them off too. So it's a, it's an all-in inclusive. All we need are the volunteers who'll give us an hour or two. Weekdays in April, you can make get it done right down the way at Town Hall, eight to five weekdays. Uh, you can also pick it up at Founder Station, which is down on 4902 Pike Road, uh, just up the way there. Uh, you can call 272-9883 or email Jennifer Grace at jarnold at pikeroad.us. All right, we need to take a break. We'll when we get back, we'll dig into some other things, some of the things that have happened over the last few weeks here in the town of Pike Road. The Honorable One, Mayor Gordon Stone, joins us. We are at F-45 Interval Training. they got a class going on in there right now. You need to come out and take a look. Jacob is getting it done in there. Jacob Stinson, the owner. Classes are filling up each and every day. The Mayor and I are back on a beautiful Monday in the town of Pike Road. This is Paul Feinbaum, and when I'm in central Alabama, I enjoy listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Nothing is as exciting as the sounds of NASCAR. Hear all of the action of NASCAR Cup races on ESPN The Ticket. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Mid-State Driving Academy, where you can get your CDL, Basil's Truck and Camper for all your towing needs, United Heating and Air for your year-round comfort, Bud Light, Larry Puckett Chevrolet, and Wiley Sanders Trucking, who is now hiring drivers. The home for NASCAR in 2024 is ESPN. The ticket. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Road. 
It's an honor for me to share with you one of the things that makes our community so special, the Town of Pike Road's mission statement. It is maintain character while planning for progress. This means that while the Town of Pike Road has experienced tremendous growth over the last two decades, strategic planning and citizen input allow us to grow without compromising the charm and essence of the historic communities within our town. We call this the Pike Road Town Center model, and it focuses on the unique opportunities in every area of our community. We have three town centers that feature schools, from the Waters to the Mount Meigs Mary area to the historic town center. We also feature an agriculture, recreation, and performing arts park in the Trotman Road area. By investing in and engaging every part of Pike Road, we encourage the connectivity and hospitality that has always made our town such a special place. Come see us in the town of Pike Road and experience what it means to maintain our character as we plan for and experience progress. Welcome home. Hey Alabama, this is Frankie Bumps to tell you about Zaza Serious Italian. You know, we Italians eat like we're going to jail. You know why? Because we never know when we're going. Capish? Our food is authentic peasant Italian made to order. Our pizzas are hands down the best. If you mention my name, Frankie Bumps, we'll take 30 cents off your bill. I'm a generous guy. Zaza Serious Italian, nobody eats better than us. Zaza Serious Italian, a Montgomery tradition for more than a decade. In the alley downtown. Tired of forking out your hard-earned money for tires that seem to wear out faster than they should? Tire City hears you. Did you know that some of the most affordable tires on the market are from the Michelin brand? Our Michelin tires help you save hundreds of dollars over their lifespan compared to other brands. Imagine what it feels like to know that the tires you buy today could save you several hundred dollars when you need them the most. Here's what our customer says. I am always on the go with my three children, so the miles add up quickly. The original tires only lasted for 45,000 miles. I purchased Michelin tires for my SUV and drove over 85,000 miles on them. I saved $875 over three years because the Michelins lasted almost twice as long. Not only do Michelins last a long time, they are some of the safest and best riding tires for my family and I. Drive smart, drive safe, drive with Tire City. Visit us at one of our two locations on the Southern Bypass or Atlanta Highway. Experience the difference and save big with February is made for love and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month and they intend to make February even bigger. Now you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy, it's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in Central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year end, year begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks so whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at ESPNTheTicket.com. Well, Tennessee 4 in that one, Auburn 11, Alabama 14. 
Kentucky 16, South Carolina 18, and Florida 24. So six SEC teams in both the coaches and media polls. And, Mayor, I, I totally believe it. Just get your thoughts on that before we move to a subject that you wanted to address here on the program. I totally believe now that most of those teams, those six, have kind of established themselves where they're going to be, and there's a misstep every now and then. But for the most part, I think we could probably pick within a seed line or two where those six are going to be seeded uh, in the SEC tournament. Most of the bracketologies now have just one other SEC team in. That's Mississippi State, and that's because Ole Miss and Texas A&M have kind of tanked it here over the last week and a half. But uh, it'll be a fun trip I have coming up in a couple of weeks to Nashville. Oh, you're going? That's great. Well, that's a wonderful spot for the tournament. And, you know, I I think that – We'll, we certainly none of us will be surprised if one of those teams that's not projected ends up in the you know the final uh, four of the of the tournament. Whether that's enough to get them into the NCAA or not, that'll be de- uh, a lot will depend on what happens in other conferences. But we definitely have some uh, talented teams at the top of the list, and if they can get hot and play, get good guard play, which seems to be really important when it comes to the to the tournament time. Uh, who knows what will happen. Certainly Kentucky has been showing signs of really improving. You're a big proponent for women's athletics, as you should be, as am I. I love the softball championship. I love the women's uh, NCAA tournament. Do you know that if projections stand as they currently are, it will be the first time ever in the history of the NCAA tournaments that both Auburn and Alabama made both the men and women's tournaments. It's never happened. How about that? I did not know that. There's a chance that it could happen this year. You've got something that you want to address for the town of Mike Road? Well, I I hope all of our listeners in Montgomery County will pay attention to the the election coming up, uh, not tomorrow, but next Tuesday, and, and make sure that you understand the facts as it relates to the tax renewal um, uh, uh, that's on the ballot. Uh, it's very important to all of our uh, schools in our county that we make sure people understand this is not a new tax. It is just a renewal. This goes back historically to when the state legislature years ago asked all the counties to have a 10 mill minimum, required you to have a 10 mill minimum, and and then because it's a property tax in this particular type of property tax, it has to be renewed. It The resources engaged in that particular renewal are vital to our school systems, both uh, the town of Pike Road school system and the uh, uh, PRS as we, Pike Road schools, and the uh, MPS system. So uh, without us necessarily saying how to vote, we don't want to do that. To you, but we do encourage you to be well, well informed, uh, because this is not oh, a, what you're voting. It's for. not a yeah. new tax, yeah. and it and and the renewal of this allows the resources to stay with the schools that they currently have. And as you know, those are those are vital to our success. It's very important that you clarify that, right? right. I Absolutely. mean, that, that's important for people well, to understand. And, and and it it's easy to forget that those matter. Right. If you look at the ballot and you just go down one side and vote, 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 and then you turn it in and you don't think about it. Yeah. Uh, but that uh, that's important to our school system. The uh, town of Pike Road put something in our most recent newsletter and we'll have something in this week's upcoming newsletter that'll that'll just give you the facts. 
and we would encourage you, you will be able to. I think they post those a week after they go out. So you can go to our website and check our, our latest newsletter and get those facts at pikerow.us once it's posted, which should be either today or tomorrow, but it's usually the week after. But uh, the uh, the critical thing for us, though, is to make sure people are well-informed. The superintendent and the administrators here are doing a really good job. They're great stewards of our resources. And I was down at the State House last week in my real job, you know, working with the universities. And we had a big week, things going on. And I was outside the walking in and I saw all these young people wearing their Pike Road shirts. And so I went in and I got a chance to greet our fourth graders. Oh, cool. And I was so excited about the fact that the fourth graders at Pike Road they were. They had so many that were energized by going to the to see the legislature work. They had to do a ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, and one o'clock session. They couldn't get them all in at once. Wow, that's the kind of energy we have at our school, and we want to do everything we can do to keep that energy. You know, maybe if you got time, we need to maybe squeeze in a phone call with you or something next week, first of next week, to remind people again. Uh, maybe on Monday. That'd be fine. Uh, just work with Jen, to, and we'll, to, we'll we'll get that done. To talk for sure. about it, and we'll try to make sure that just that- just want to make sure people are well informed. Again, we're not trying to tell you how to vote, but we do encourage you to be to be uh, uh, alert to this Absolutely. opportunity. To Absolutely. Keep- hey, how the Valentine's for the veterans card? The the, the Valentine's card. I'm going to does. describe the success of this program in a very simple story. So my wife comes home and she says, "Hey, uh, tomorrow when you get ready to go." Are you going by town hall? I said, sure. She said, well, would you get off the front seat? I've got a whole stack of Valentine's for Veterans cards. I said, really? She said, yeah, the people at my office all signed up, and then you have one lady that goes out and recruits cards and uh, does it and participates. Those people don't even live in Pike Road. Wow. It's a great opportunity for us to say thank you to people who are really, really, really important. And when you look around at what's going on in conflicts around the world right now. How thankful are we that we live in this country and how much do we appreciate those who paid the price for us? No so doubt. wonderful program. Thanks to Jennifer Grace Arnold and, and Katie Brassfield and thanks to the Veterans Central Alabama Veterans Association and all the ladies at Town Hall and guys who, who are there to answer questions and collect those. Uh, Lisa and her team, they do a great job with that program. I think you alluded to this earlier, and we'll get to what all has happened uh, at the Pike Road Arts Center <laughs> in just a moment. But uh, just last week, there was a an event out at the Pike Road Ag Recreation Performing Arts Park, How Shade is Made. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, that was the, the precursor to the Arbor Week celebration where we talked to people about all of the opportunities to maximize the planting of a tree at your on your property so you know it's important that you that you know where you what you're planting where uh for instance somebody at my house is going to have to go cut down an oak tree that has grown wild it's just come up from acorns that is running near a light a, a power pole that won't work right. right yeah so how shade is made was really about understanding if you plant a, sh- a sapling and you are a young tree how do you make sure it matures and at the same time how do you make sure that the uh, that it's the right kind of tree for that spot and you know that's a it's a real fun activity and very popular We'll take a break. When we get back, we'll uh, talk about some of the other things that Patty has done uh, out at the Pike Road Arts Center. You got a question or a comment for the mayor? 
Text it to us, 334-313-1170, or you can call us live and ask him yourself at 334-517-1210. He'll be with us till the top of the hour. Dan Peck joins us in hour three, and Jacob Stinson done as well, does as well. Jake Farmer will head down here to visit with me in the third hour, too. We're out here at F45 in the shops at Pike Road, interval training facility, and I've been told that people People have said it couldn't be going any better than it's going out here at the shops at Pike Road. Doug Amos, Gordon Stone, the mayor of the town of Pike Road, back right after this on a Monday. Hey there, I'm Lauren Sisler with ESPN, and you know one thing I love to do on my lunch break is listen to my good friends on the Max Roundtable. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Robert Pig with Pig Enterprises. Stop what you're doing. Okay, don't just stop if you're driving, but stop driving the direction you're going and drive to Pig Enterprises so we can get you behind the wheel of the vehicle you've been dreaming about. At Pig Enterprises, we not only believe in providing you with an easy vehicle buying experience, but we also believe in providing you with an experience tailor-made for you and getting you into the vehicle of your dreams. Exactly what you want and need with zero stress. Now, we all could use a little less stress in our our lives. Am I right? Shop online at PIGGENT.com or drive on over today and see our award-winning team in person. Inventory changes daily. Don't let your dream car pass you by. Let our team get you behind the wheel. Simple, fast, no pressure. Consider it a quick detour on your trip and you'll arrive happier than you could have imagined when you left the house today. Come to Pig Enterprises and get a squeal of a deal. Wiley Sanders Truck Lines is actively seeking verifiable, experienced, over-the-road and dump truck drivers. They are currently operating 39-foot, east-manufacturing, frameless and dump trailers, hauling fertilizer over the road, and you'll be home on the weekends. Get great pay with one-year minimum verifiable experience required. Your pay will be based on that experience. Wiley Sanders offers Blue Cross and Blue Shield health insurance, dental, vision, and life insurance, 401k, plus you will get a $1,000 sign-on bonus. Wiley Sanders is also seeking cement and lime drivers. You must have six months verifiable experience in a combination vehicle. Pay again is based on that experience. The job also requires experience blowing off cement and unloading lime. This division also offers a $1,000 sign-on bonus. These are local positions where you will be home daily. Call 855-777-9785 or 334-372-5049. That's 334-372-5049. At Wiley Sanders, they put God and family first. Hello, sports fans. The Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today and tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by Sports Betting Alliance. Sportsbettingalliance.org. This is the famous Bud Light beer. It's not easy to brew beer this easy to drink. It takes attention to detail to get something to taste this smooth. 
which is why Bud Light is tasted by brewmasters every step of the way. Hey, it's a tough job, but for you and your friends, it's worth it. Bud Light. We don't just brew beer. We brew beer for friends. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. There's one thing for certain in central Alabama this time of year. The temperatures are always uncertain. Keep your heating and air conditioning unit operating at peak performance all the time. Call Bill Bradley today at 262-8368. They offer same-day service seven days a week for heating, cooling, and plumbing. Call Bill Bradley, central Alabama's green dealer. Alabama certification number 84449. business facing new challenges such as higher employee wages and lower workforce participation? Luckily, there's a local solution. As your Alabama Career Center system, we make running your business easier. We assist both small and large businesses throughout the state. To take advantage of all we offer, visit your local center or find us online at labor.alabama.gov. Brought to you by this station and the Alabama Broadcasters Association, an equal opportunity employer. Auxiliary aids and services available upon request to individuals with disabilities. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email mrt at ESPNTheTicket.com. Forty-five, everybody. Doug and the mayor out here on a Mondays with the mayor. And before we get into wrapping up what all Patty Payne has going on, or what she had going on earlier this month at the Pike Road Art Center, uh, I mentioned earlier and lost a dear, dear friend. Uh, you lost a family member. Same guy. Yes, I want to say to, to uh, the Wiley Steen family, Edna Bell and Scott, and their whole uh, extended family. How much we. Uh, Appreciated Wiley. What a what a what a great contribution he made to this community. Unbelievable. Uh, his his work and his effort to build probably as as fine a youth sports support organization as there is in the country uh, will will live for many many years as a legacy. And while we, while we certainly appreciate that, we we will miss him as a member of our family. And I just, just want to make sure that we don't let this day go by without no thanking the Lord for people like Wiley and uh, and praying blessings on his family. It's hard for me to think of the great work that they did, uh, Wiley and Scott Miller and, and some of those other guys in the, at, at, the, at the Parks and Rec Department. And Wiley always meant the world to me. Um, and, again, I've known him for, shoot, ever since I almost have been in sports media I had a relationship with Wally Steen. I did not know y'all were related, however. Well, his he grew up in a house right next door to us. Is that right? He grew and, up in Pineapple. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Didn't know that. He, his brothers, uh, Robert and Tim. Uh, Tim still lives in Pineapple. Robert lives in uh, Grove Hill uh, and their families. But uh, just, a, just a, you know, so many times we don't realize who is behind the scenes making sure that we enjoy what we enjoy. And you cannot go out today on a ball field anywhere in this area that's in the city of Montgomery without seeing kids. And and it it was Wiley Steen's hand on those that built the process that allowed those fields to be in the condition that you could go out there just about any day of the week. It's a 
the, the youth recreation program in this area, particularly in the city of Montgomery, and kudos. I know I know the mayor's office and people have put made a high priority out of that. We're we're pleased to complement that with what we have in Pike Road, but. Uh, just want to pay tribute to to Wiley for his great uh, his great effort, great work, and what a fine guy and wonderful wonderful member of our family. No doubt about it. Okay, uh, speaking of great work, boy, Patty Payne may be the busiest person that's investing into the town of Pike Road out at the Pike Road Arts Center. A month doesn't go by that you and I visit that there's not two or three. Uh, at least three uh, events that she's either planning or has already conducted. Well, we're 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 honored by their work, and we're excited about the opportunities that we have to continue to grow. And one of the things that that makes that happen is we have we have so much talent collectively in the town of Pike Road, and so they create these opportunities. But people respond. So say thank you to Patty and the and the committee. All those volunteers, but also say thank you to the people of Pike Road who do go and make sure these things are sold out. Make sure that that art house is filled with desirable items that you can go by and, and view or even purchase to uh, provide gifts for special occasions. We do have a text, not identified by a person, but did get a text and wanted to know if if you're comfortable updating what's going on with the planning for the new school. I, I, I met earlier uh, today with the superintendent who was saying that, he, that they were just about to get all the uh, uh, presentation materials, I guess you would call it, from the architects back and have those where they could start reviewing those with the school board. So I know that he's, he's excited about that. I don't have enough information that I would be comfortable sharing about specific dates because I don't want to get sure. a false sense of reality created. I know we're all working very hard to make sure that that comes about as quickly as possible, but we also want to make sure we maximize the resources. The town was very pleased to be able to work with the school system to, to, to go to the, to the bond market and actually as a result of us working together generate over $20 million more than we would have if it had been a separate project. Very pleased to have been able to do that. That extra money is going to allow us to have additional classrooms could allow us to meet some of the needs that are that are in the school system they've now got to make some pretty interesting decisions and and timely decisions as it relates to you know what gets built at what time and how they do it we're working with them also on some of the infrastructure items and we were trying i think this morning we came with a plan to finalize some of that which is really good so i know everybody's busy everybody's working hard and excited about what's coming when that happens in the next five years ten years however long well, it'll be sooner than okay that. <laughs> so two or three whatever uh how does that work with the restructuring of the buildings you currently have and who goes where well i hesitate to try to speak for okay. the superintendent I but i do hard. think that what they will do is is you'll see a staggering of classes i think the or the youngest of the children or the young people in our school will probably still be at the at the eastmost campus over there uh, on the avenue of learning i think then you'll see that's the where next, the waters is right near the waters yeah. then i think you'll see the second group of, of second age group or, or next age group uh, over at the intermediate, uh, over at the uh, historic school, then I think you'll see that transition to the George Washington campus, and then from there to the new high school. So we kind of in that order. Sure. Which classes will be where? Uh, some of that will be determined by. Uh, 
size of class? You know, my I don't know this because it's hard to project. Now, you probably can project with new neighborhoods and influx of people moving into the town of Pike Road. I just wonder, Mr. Mayor, uh, how long it's going to take uh, for, from an athletic standpoint, if Pike Road will actually be a 7A school at some point down the road. I mean, I could see that happening with, with all of the, the great neighborhoods out here. You're already a 6A school. I just wonder if that if that's even been thought about or talked about as the possibility. Well, I don't know that it's been talked about, but certainly it's been thought about. We, we have um, – Here's a simple philosophy, though, about all that from, from, from where I sit and where our team is. Opportunity is something we teach our young people to aspire to, to create. You know, we want you to go out and create opportunity, find ways to be successful. Well, when you have opportunity, you've got you to figure out how to utilize it. You want to manage it and you want to balance it, but you have to you can't ignore it or turn against or away from it, right? So we have so much opportunity here and 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 so we're we're working on all levels. We're working to increase our enhanced initiatives, so our quality of life program from the new uh, with the McFadden House set up to the to the planning we're doing now to to add a uh, kind of a multi-use civic space behind that to what we're doing with our continued evolution of our uh, youth and, and community recreation with our tennis courts that are under con- under uh, construction to what we're doing with the trail. We're expanding our trail network this year. Excited about that. And more opportunities for people to be out and about to the school, what's happening with the school, to new uh, developments. Literally, you could have retail development going on in Pike Road in four different town centers wow. within the next 18 months. And that would be really exciting. And I think people will look around and go, wow, look at all this is happening. And it won't be that much faster than it was. It'll just be the continuation of things. And and that's uh, that's what you want. You want that balance. We're going to visit with Jacob Stinson in the third hour, but he's sitting here with us now. Uh, another new business. Uh, in, in I think in August of 2023 is when Jacob opened uh, F45. And uh, he's blowing and going, man, literally and figuratively today. He just got through working out. Well, we uh, we love the the uh, possibility that comes when people who live here have an idea, they they are willing to invest their capital in that idea, they 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 get it put to, in place, and then they say to you, it couldn't be going any better. That's what Jacob said to me this morning, and that's an exciting. Uh, statement when you're in the role that we get to play as our team at, at Town Hall. We appreciate that. We appreciate your time, your investment, your commitment to making this happen. Um, you know, this is not a, this is not an open a business and leave kind of thing. Right. You got to be here. You got to be involved. You got to illustrate that that you're committed to, to to a regiment that others can then see that and follow along. And uh, we're we're thrilled with their. Uh, report this morning that things couldn't be any better i've seen the people coming and going uh inside f45 and from what i'm told this afternoon and this evening will really be blowing going, uh in there i know jake farmer is going to make his way down here i think jake's a friend of jacobs and ellen rogers uh, charlie's daughter uh, is involved down here at f45 as well so uh we're excited about being here love being out on this beautiful day well you see you see road equipment over there dirt's turning if you run around the corner here on the other side of Publix, dirt is turning. If you go down Vaughn Road to the right, just a little.
little bit down there past the outer loop. Dirt is turning. If you go on down further, down down 110, you'll see a new business that just opened. You go up Marlow Road, you'll see dirt turning there. You go down here toward, toward the uh, historic school, you'll see signs out things moving in yeah. that direction so there's a lot of great great energy in Pine help Bush. me out mr mayor what is that right by the public sign just to the right of it like a big giant something what, what is that I'll, I'll have to get up and take a look i can't tell what that is is that across the street i, I think there's a there's oh a, it's moving now okay it was an 18 wheeler i think there's a truck that's dropped his trailer and is going to get some yeah lunch at i think you're right that's probably it that's, that's probably exactly it. He did drop his trailer somewhere. All right, so as we wrap up here, we always like for you to have the final word to, to your folks. We're about to get to the month where we can see the finish line for a school year. Uh, we're about to – we're into the spring sports. We know you'll be traveling a lot, watching uh, softball around the Southeastern Conference a lot. But things just seem to re-energize once we get to March and April and May. You know, it just there's something about 75-degree days that, that we love. You know, I've, I haven't been a part of football for a long time and been around the game of football all my life. I love the game. But I also love the fact that spring, you have so many options and so many choices. We would encourage the people who live in Pike Road to go support the school teams, the spring sports that are going on almost every day. One of them is doing something. Uh, we're excited about the things we get to host here now that our facilities are up. We're going to have an announcement coming up about a golf uh, event in Pike Road soon that we're going to talk about. We've got all kinds of, of, of opportunity in front of us to support our community and support our young people. And that, that expands, and, and we encourage encourage you to do that in Pike Road, but it also expands to supporting those athletes out there that are that are participating in spring sports at your favorite university or your favorite college. Go out and support them, too. You'll love girls softball if you ever go and watch it. It's a great game, and uh, and you'll build friends because it's such a good, neat atmosphere. Uh, uh, some kids from <laughs> Arkansas texted me this weekend and said, where are you? Why are you not you here? You hadn't been there yet. So, you know, I mean, it's just it's fun to build those relationships. That's what comes from getting involved. It's also, though, important for us to realize that everything we have, we must be good stewards of. And so if you see something out there that, that we need to invest in or, or put, make, make sure that we're taking, taking care of, you let us know. We're, we're always uh, open to that. And I'll close with this. Never be afraid to bring your idea to us. We're excited about ideas. This past weekend we had a ranch rodeo in Pike Road. And if you'd asked me, a month and a half ago what a ranch rodeo was, I could not have answered that question. And I considered myself to be fairly knowledgeable about uh, that type of activity. But I went out Saturday, uh, Friday night to, to watch. Full house, a lot of energy, a lot of people having a great time, very clean, very family-oriented out at the Ag Center. Just another, a guy in Pike Road came up with an idea, said, let's do it, let's figure it out, checked all the boxes, and it, and it happened kind of like Jacob's story here. If you've got ideas and you want to see stuff happen, we're your place. Come see us. Let's talk about ways we can do things to make sure we have more and more opportunities in our community. No doubt about it. It's always great seeing you. Would love to schedule something with Jennifer Grace to get you on the on the phone, and that's not uh, – I think that's just something really important. I think we, unfortunately, as voters, sometimes don't tend to understand exactly uh, well, what we're voting for. So I, I would love to have you on again. I just want to reiterate, that particular item that's on the ballot is not a new 
tax. It is a renewal, and it is. And we need to make sure everybody has the facts because it is the dollars generated from that are critical to MPS and PRS, and they 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 really. Uh, we want you to be aware of what that is so you're not uh, surprised by what you see. It's good seeing you, man. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. God bless everybody, and, and especially the Steen family. Run, take a shower. Uh, it's a little warm. Oh, it's great. Down here. Jen did a good job. We'll uh, we'll take a break. We're going to come back. Hour three, Dan Peck will join us from ESPN 106.7 in Auburn. Jake Farmer going to make his way down here about three doors uh, as well. We are back right after this. It's the Max Roundtable on a Monday. Stick around. Hey there, I'm ESPN's Lauren Sisler, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery, ESPN The Ticket. Weekends are made for NASCAR. Your NASCAR station in Central Alabama is ESPN The Ticket. Hear all of the action of the NASCAR Cup races on Central Alabama Sports Leader. NASCAR on The Ticket is brought to you in part by Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy, Basil's Truck and Camper, Mid-State Driving Academy, Tire City on the Atlanta Highway and Southern Boulevard, United Heating and Air, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet. The radio home for NASCAR in the River Region is ESPN, the ticket. When you need a renovation without the complications, call Five Innovations today. Are you ready to transform your bathroom into a space of innovation and luxury? Look no further than Bath Innovations of Alabama, your go-to for custom bathroom remodeling. Bath Innovations introduces cutting-edge shower enclosures crafted with integrated high-tech polymer, safety, space optimization, and a stunning aesthetic. These enclosures redefine your bathroom experience. Made with top-tier materials and state-of-the-art technology, their enclosures boast unparalleled durability. They are mold and mildew resistant, easy to clean, and come with a limited lifetime warranty. Bath Innovation Shower Enclosures proudly carry the prestigious Good Housekeeping Seal of Approval, ensuring quality and excellence. With over 300 color pattern combinations, finding the perfect match for your bathroom decor is a breeze. Elevate your space with Bath Innovations. Interested in a bathroom remodel? Call Bath Innovations today for a free estimate. Visit their design center at 2331 Eastern Boulevard or explore options on their website, bathinnovations.com. Yeah, let's go, baby. You want a bud, man? Yeah, got to get right for this one. You know that's non-alcoholic, right? Say what? Bud with zero alcohol. Say what? Budweiser Zero, bruh. Say what? Budweiser Zero. Zero alcohol. Zero compromise. With the weather turning colder, it's time to do some indoor painting. John Lee Paint Company carries the Richards Signature Ceramic Series, an interior ceramic paint that comes in matte and eggshell sheen levels, a specially formulated interior wall paint that incorporates new resin technologies and the use of ceramic microspheres. By combining these two properties, Richards created a product that's easy to apply, provides excellent coverage, adhesion, durability, and scrub resistance. Quality, service, experience since 1974. John Lee Paint Company on Coliseum Boulevard. 
Boulevard. When it comes to waste removal, you get the best when you choose JB and the team at Jettison Environmental. When you call, a real person will answer the phone ready to assist you. Jettison Environmental is your local source for affordable dumpster service, construction roll-offs, compactors, portable toilets, and even a convenient C&D landfill. You can trust them for timely delivery and pickup. Call 334-301-4414 to schedule your waste removal services. You can also visit them online at jettisonenvironmental.com. Matt Parsley here with Budget Car and Truck Sales Montgomery and Prattville. We've moved all our inventory to the Montgomery location for this huge event. One-stop shopping with no waiting. Selling your car? Buyers on site. Most offers way over Kelly Blue Book. Banks and loan officers with rates from 1.9 and terms up to 84 months. All in one giant location. It's dime time. Dime time's the right time for you to buy a nicer, newer car you deserve. That's right, one thin dime. Keep the jingle in your pocket with Dime Time. For this event, Budgets teamed up with Capital One. If you received an invitation for this event, you're approved. Getting approved is fast, simple, and easy with banks that want to say yes. With even bigger news, the Capital One event has now been open to the public with no impact to your credit. 100% credit approval is our goal. So if you've got a dime and some time, Dime Time could be right for you. BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. One giant location, 61 Mendel Parkway, just off Atlanta Highway, next to Fraser Church in Montgomery. Call 334-244-9777. Dime Time. Central Alabama's best sports can be heard on WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery. ESPN, the ticket. Time now for Hour 3 of the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos. Brought to you by Max Credit Union on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. To talk sports, call 334-517-1210 or send him a message into the Pig Enterprises text box at 334-313-1170. Enjoy today's final hour at the Roundtable. Brought to you by Max Credit Union with locations in the River region auburn and opelika max smart money made simple all right welcome back everybody we are at f45 out here with jacob stinson and the gang got an hour to go jake farmer stepping in to join me during that hour and right now we need to head over to espn 1067 in auburn his show is coming up in a couple hours right after Jacob Goins and the gang with On the Line. It is our man Dan Peck with The Drive. Dan, how are you, buddy? You're on with Doug and Jake. What's going on? Uh, I'm doing well. It's great to talk to you guys. Always appreciate a, a chance to, uh, to to come on the show and, uh, and, and, and catch up. Okay, so let's uh, talk about what was a big, big Saturday, and I think we already knew he was pretty good, Jake and and Dan, but Chad Baker Mazzara just absolutely <laughs> exploded, and I and Bruce Pearl tried to talk around it. And finally, he just said it. He was the best player for either team on wow. the floor Saturday. He was that good, guys. He was an all-star. Yep. Dan, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, what a find for Bruce Pearl and this Auburn team to go to the junior college ranks and pull out a player like Chad Baker-Mazzara, a late signee, a late addition to this team, somebody who didn't. Uh, you know, he, he went through the entire season last year in junior college and rolled with Auburn in the summer. Uh, I actually I went to uh, to Northwest Florida State, the junior college that, that, uh, that Chad Baker-Mazzara attended last season. It's in Niceville, my, my hometown there in Northwest Florida. And uh, yeah, I still have some friends there. I, I was excited 
excited about the addition of Chad Baker Mazzara. Went back and watched some of his uh, his his, uh, his film from San Diego State and, and Duquesne. He seems like on the court, he is a a perfect addition to a Bruce Pearl team. He's a long, athletic forward who's willing to shoot, he's willing to play make, does a little bit of everything. You know, maybe would not physically hold up playing 35 minutes a game in a more physical, more deliberate style, but in Bruce Pearl's up and down, uh, you know, it, it, Bruce Bruce Pearl's preferred style of basketball, Chad Baker Mazar is a perfect fit. And he also seems to be a really good fit off the court with this roster. I mean, you see a guy on a team with this many veterans and a team with this many guys who have played a lot of D1 basketball. For Chad Baker Mazar, and I know he played at Duquesne and San Diego State, but for, for Chad Baker Mazar to join this team coming out of the junior college ranks and have the leadership role that he has. I mean, Bruce Pearl talked about how Chad was the one taking, uh, taking command in the second half and rallying the troops when Auburn was, was facing a Georgia team that was starting to rally. It's a, uh, it was a really impressive performance, an emotional performance. He told a, a, a great story about why, why the game was important to him uh, in the aftermath of the, of the tragic passing of, a, of, of one of his coaches. And, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really cool story uh, that, that a guy like Chad baker Mazzari is making such an impact on this season. Jake, he also was the one that rallied the troops at halftime of the Ole Miss game. Yeah. That's kind of where I was going yeah, with that. He was yeah. the one in there that said, "Get out of here. We want to have a yeah, little. We want to talk amongst I, ourselves." And Dan and uh, Doug, you too. It honestly, this kind of feels like when uh, Jalen Williams gets healthy. This may be uh, a little bit tough. I mean, I know with Bruce Pearl, he rotates almost ten guys a game. He's got like an A squad and a B squad. It feels like, but I feel like Baker Mazar may have some more starts in him down the road here as the season goes into March and we really start playing some serious ball yeah, he's here. Not, he's well, not going to start for Jalen. He's going to no, start for the other guy. Someone's going to get yeah. – yeah, we only can run out yeah. five. I'm just – what five do you go with? Yeah, I think that Bruce Pearl keeps in mind how these guys complement each other's game. And so when Jalen Williams was playing, there was more of a need for what Chris Moore brought, and, and especially at the beginning of games, to get Chris Moore going and, and to help him – uh, you know, uh, to, to just establish uh, you know what, what Bruce Pearl wants early in a basketball game. I, I don't think it was a coincidence that you know there, there were other lineup changes along with the uh, with, with the move to to insert Cheney yeah. Johnson in for for Jalen Williams. So no, I think that you know the, the, the question is Jalen was playing about 27, 28 minutes a game in conference play when he got hurt. How you divide that up without putting more minutes on Janai Broom? You know that that's the that's the the problem for Bruce Pearl and his staff. Chad Baker Mazar was already at right around 15, or right around 23. That number could go up to, to closer to 30, maybe. Cheney Johnson was at 14. That number's probably going to go up some. Leo Berman was at around six minutes per game. You figure that's going to go up. And what we saw against uh, Georgia, I, I wonder if we'll see that more. Is is Dylan and Janai playing together? Dylan Cardwell, the center. Janai Broom sliding over to uh, to power forward. So there's a, there's a lot of matchups, a lot of different lineups that they could go with in the aftermath of Jalen's injury. I mean, I, I, and I don't know if y'all have heard anything. You would have perhaps uh, over there in Auburn, Dan. But from what I'd heard, that Jalen may be back sooner rather than later. Uh, what are you hearing about that? If I had to, if I had to put a, if I had to handicap it right now, I would think that Jalen plays in the regular season again before the SEC tournament. I don't think, unless unless that's just the way that. Unless just the way things turn out, 
I imagine they, they don't want Jalen's first game back to be in the postseason. They'd like to ease him back into uh, into into the lineup before that. So, so then you're thinking about that last week of the season uh, with, uh, with with Missouri and Georgia, uh, whether or not Auburn can find a game for Jalen Williams in there somewhere. Okay, so it's my – listen, <laughs> uh, obviously Bruce Pearl does not text me and ask me who I think should start. But if I were going on this for Auburn right now, guys, after what I saw Saturday and knowing how much Jalen Williams means to that team, if he's healthy, and let's just get to the NCAA tournament, however much he plays in the regular season, the SEC tournament, in the NCAA tournament, these would be my five starters. And I'll let you all kind of jump on mm-hmm. it too. Janai Broom, Jalen Williams, Chad Baker, Mazzara, Denver Jones, and Aiden Holloway. Holloway. Uh, if Aiden continues to get his confidence back, that's the five I would play. That leaves you KD and Trey mm-hmm. uh, at the guard position. Yep. It leaves you Cardwell uh, down low, Chris Moore down low, and uh, Chaney Johnson, Johnson down yeah. low. Uh, Leor is not going to get as many minutes. We had Scott Sanderson on earlier. I think that I think the bench, Dan, that Bruce Pearl has relied on the the eleven guys in and out will shrink once they toss it up for the NCAA tournament. And, and the minutes for those guys. I mean, I think there still will be a role in, in the you know a next man up mentality. But but I would I would think that. Janai, Chad, Jalen, and Cheney. Or no, Janai, Janai, Chad, Jalen, and Denver are guys who you're probably looking at 28 to 32 minutes a game. Totally when agree. Auburn gets into the postseason. Yeah. Totally yeah. If Jalen Williams is physically capable of doing that. You know, I think Auburn has been able to, and we've seen Bruce Pearl do that before. Minutes for his starters tend to go up from what he's doing in the average in the regular season in conference play versus how he uses them in, a, in an SEC tournament game or an NCAA tournament game. I, I think there's some load management in how he's using his players during the regular season so they can be at their best in the postseason. But I would I would mostly agree uh, with, with that lineup, Doug. I would think that, yeah, you're looking at, at, at uh, more minutes, heavier minutes for Janai, for Chad, for Denver, and if he's physically up for it. Uh, for yeah. uh, for Jalen Williams, totally. Agree. Yeah, and I, I would I would say Dan with that that'd be kind of like this is the I don't mean this as in the weight that would be the heavy minute squad if that makes sense. And then if anybody's going to be the odd man out, it's kind of what you said with uh, Lior Berman. He's he's going to be kind of the I don't want to say oddball. He's a good player. It's just we got we got to get all the, our bodies in there to come march get these teams rolling. I think Trey and and Aiden will pretty much still split. Maybe mm-hmm. 22, 18, 23, 17, whoever's playing better that day because you hadn't really known which of the two were going to play better. Uh, but I think the minutes of the other ones will be somewhat restricted. Wanted to ask you both about this as we move. I believe Auburn starts uh, spring practice tomorrow. Uh, Man, it's already here <laughs> in Auburn. Dan, give us an overview of that. I'm sure you and Bill will be talking about it. To, to me, the biggest question, and it's so cliche to focus this on quarterback, and I don't want to dismiss 
I mean, look, Holden Gerner or Hank Brown or Walker White could could make a case that they deserve a, a serious look. But to me, the two options on the board for, for Hugh Freeze and his coaching staff at the quarterback position, the two realistic options right now for the 2024 season, do you have confidence that Peyton Thorne can be your guy and you can win with Peyton Thorne? Or do you need to go shopping for a veteran in the transfer portal when it opens up about nine days after a day uh, this uh, this April? So that's going to be you know every every day. I think there's going to be a, a, a you know a magnifying glass on Peyton Thorne, and and every time every time we get to watch the team, and, and certainly you know leading up to the a day game itself on on the sixth. Like that, that's what folks are going to be waiting for, and, and I'm sure Hugh Freeze will be answering questions about uh, Peyton's improvement, Peyton's development, and, uh, and Peyton's uh, grasp on the starting job as we, as we get closer to the start of the season. Dan, too, and I'm excited about these young uh, thoroughbreds we got to receive. I know we've been harping on that in the last two years, but I'm ready to see kind of what these guys are going to look like in spring and then come A-Day. And I think that's going to help Peyton out throwing the ball a little bit. I mean, if he can't hit these guys in stride, I don't know what else to, what else excuse or something I can do for him at this point. No, it does seem like, it, it does seem like there's been a, you know, an injection of talent into the, uh, into the receiver room. You know, young guys uh, like, uh, like Coleman and, and Kane who are going to go through spring practice. Perry Thompson and, uh, and, and Malcolm Simmons are going to show up in the summertime. You know, they're, they're going through their, their senior seasons. Uh, their, their senior years in high school. I think that the Georgia State receiver is uh, is an interesting addition. Uh, we, we just, uh, uh, you know, we, we found out, you know, he, he's got a number, Robert Lewis, and he mm-hmm. could be somebody looking to, to impact the team immediately. And then Sam Jackson, uh, who was uh, who was on the on the depth chart at quarterback, Cal quarterback, yeah, Cal uh, this past season, you know, former high school teammate of Peyton Thorns, and a, uh, I, I think that's a really intriguing addition to the team as well because I remember getting ready. To, for the Cal game and seeing some Sam Jackson film and thinking this guy was explosive with the ball in his hands. You know, it was a, uh, it was touch and go as a passer, but when he got out into the open field, he was uh, he was a really exciting player. And I think that uh, you know, there's the chance that he's got some chemistry with Peyton Thorne uh, since they've they've previously played together yeah. as well. So I think that's a shrewd pickup. Uh, for, for this coach staff. Dan, is there any scuttlebutt around and obviously won't really know until the portal opens back up after spring? You suspect some of these guys with this influx of players, with the Georgia State guy, with the Cal guy, with this freshman class, these four coming in, you think some of the older guys may be hightailing it? You know, I think you've already seen some of that, right? Yeah. I, I believe Auburn only brings back. I think there are only four receivers coming back from last year's from last year's team. I think you've got a uh, you've got uh, Coy Moore, Caleb Burton, Jay Fair. Uh, I might I might be forgetting somebody, but I think it's a pretty it's a pretty small group. You know, a lot of receivers have already sort of decided to uh, to test the waters uh, elsewhere in, uh, in in college. I mean, we'll, I think I think that's something we'll see around college football is is you know players who showed up in this you know players who showed up in the portal, uh, you know, they, they, they impact the depth chart and that can lead to other players deciding the best thing for them uh, is, is to go elsewhere. I'm, I'm wondering, um, you know, I, I think more, maybe more defensively, you know, could some of the additions Auburn made uh, inspire other players to go into the portal or on the defensive line or in the secondary uh, as, as, the, uh, as the depth chart tries to take shape. But, but I, I, you know, I, I wonder... Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't know to answer your question as far as could you see more 
uh, attrition from the receiver room because you've already seen quite a bit. Yeah. Jake? Yeah, I, I, that sounds good to me. I'm kind of looking I, back. You know, I just – we're so – locked in on what Thorne is going to look like. I just I want to see he didn't he played good at times last year and then sometimes just like what are we doing? But I think these receivers and then Hunter he's going to have some help. I just want to see him improve. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I you know, I, I don't know. I, I just think when you bring in guys like that, when you bring in the four, mm-hmm. the freeze four. Right. Yes. Uh and then you got the two guys that you sought out uh, the transfer yep. from Georgia State, and then the Cal quarterback that Peyton knows so well. I just think that kind of sends a message even to the ones that are that have stayed yeah. and haven't gone into the portal. We'll see. Should be so, so fair on, on that point. Fair and Burton would be the two to watch for as far as you know. Are they are they involved in the in the uh, in, in the transfer? You know, are they are they Camden Brown? I guess would be another one where where it's like you know are they. Are they, do they seem to be in the picture, or are they going to decide uh, to test the waters when, when the portal opens back up in April? The other name to watch would be Javarius Johnson. Uh, Barr went into the portal back in December, but there's been very little word on, uh, on on where he's going. I know he took a visit to Utah, but this is a guy who was Auburn's most productive receiver the last couple of seasons. And as far as I know, he's still enrolled at Auburn. I, I wonder if he's going to be out there. Uh, this week, and if he's rejoined the team, I don't believe he's on the roster at the moment. But but he's, uh, he's somebody to watch uh, over the next uh, over the next couple of weeks and months uh, because I assume he's going to play college football somewhere in uh, in 2024. Dan, before we let you go, give us an update on the Troy women. Chanda Rigby's team continuing to play good basketball. They are they are continuing to play good basketball. Marshall has been the best team in the regular season this year. Troy and Marshall did not play. Uh, in the uh, in, in the regular season, a quirk in the Sun Belt schedule. There's one team you don't see. Just happened to be this year that the two top teams didn't play each other. So Marshall has clinched a share of the regular season title in the Sun Belt. They are uh, 15 and one with two games left on the schedule. Troy is two back of Marshall with two left. The Trojans are 13 and three. Uh, it'll be the 10th year in a row. Think about this, Doug. 10th year in a row. The Chandarigby will finish in the top four of the Sun Belt Conference. There's a chance Troy can still get a share of the regular season uh, title if they uh, win two games this week. They need Marshall to lose both of the games this week for that to happen. If uh, no matter what happens, Troy's going to Pensacola with momentum. Should be a, a fun Sun Belt tournament as they uh, try to become the automatic qualifier uh, for the NCAA. No doubt about it. He is the co-host with Bill. Our buddy Bill Cameron down in Auburn uh, on the drive. It comes your way just after Jacob Goins' show at 2 o'clock. He'll be on at 4 today, man. We appreciate you, Dan. Hope you have a good week, my friend. Great stuff. Uh, Love talking to you guys. I'll uh, I'll see you soon, Doug. You bet. Take care. Hey, before we do take a break, Jake, want to tell everybody about Carol's Carpet Flooring America. It's one of our longest-running partners here on the Max Roundtable. You know all about them. Two locations, one in Prattville, one in Montgomery. It's an investment, folks, when you put flooring down, no matter where you're putting it down. So you need to make sure that you make the right decision, the best price, the best product, the best service, and by far the best warranty. 
expertise. It's a family-owned business. They do it right because their reputation depends on it. My man, Drew Corson, and the gang over there, Bruce Hill, and uh, many more of my friends do it better than anybody. It's why friends send their friends there. It's why it's the most recommended flooring store in the River Region. My man, Jake Farmer, I didn't know until I was told earlier by Jacob that you actually do some stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. I, I get Afford in there. I know your wife did. I didn't oh, know yes. you. Oh, yeah. How come it doesn't show? I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, just I a probably, little joke. I, I, have, I have too much fun on the weekends. Uh, just, a little, yeah. just a little attempt at humor. All right. We'll take a break. When we get back, we'll, at some point in the next 15 or so minutes, Jacob Stinson, the owner mm-hmm. of F45, will join us. He saved my equipment, by the way. Yeah, that was a good idea. With this towel. It gets too hot. Baking out here. All. What a day. Victor. Now, I'm baking. A little bit. Look at my arms. Yeah, you look a little rosy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll ask Jennifer Grace about that later, too. Stick around. More coming your way from the shops at Pike Road and F45 right after this. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN The Ticket in the River Region and on ESPN 1067 in Auburn, Opelika. The thoughts and opinions of the host of the Max Roundtable do not necessarily represent those of Max Credit Union or other sponsors. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Troy head basketball coach Scott Cross here. An exciting new season for Trojan basketball is upon us. And I want to see you in the stands at Trojan Arena all season long. If you can't make it, listen in for all the action right here. This is Barry McKnight urging you not to miss a moment of all the action and excitement all season on the flagship station, 107.5 FM, 1210 AM, ESPN, The Ticket. Golf season is still in full swing, and we are lucky to have the best public golf courses in America right here in the River Region. Capitol Hill in Prattville is home to three championship courses and has annually hosted the PGA and LPGA Tours. If you don't have time to play, take advantage of the best practice facility in the Southeast with Capitol Hill's 35-acre practice facility that features multiple teeing areas, three practice putting greens, and three practice bunker complexes. Best of all, as an Alabama resident, you can purchase the trail card and receive up to 50% off of regular price green and card fees as well as 15% off of selected merchandise and range balls. To book your tee time at Capitol Hill, one of the gyms on the Robert Trent Jones Golf Trail, go online to rtjgolf.com or call the golf shop at 334-285-1114. That's 285-1114. Capitol Hill in Prattville should be your number one golf destination. When it comes to your downtime, Roll out the red carpet with top-of-the-line electronics at huge savings during Cohen's President's Day sale. Elevate everything you watch with a Sony 65-inch smart TV as low as $6.99 and the breathtakingly realistic sound of a Sonos Beam soundbar for only $3.99. You'll never pay a dime more than you should with Cohen's price match guarantee on electronics and ask about special financing too. Keep more presidents in your pocket with the President's Day deals at Cohen's. Think outside the big box stores. Think Cohen's. Matt Parsley here with Budget Car and Trucks sales Montgomery and Prattville. We've moved all our inventory to the Montgomery location for this huge event. One-stop shopping. 
with no waiting. Selling your car? Buyers on site. Most offers way over Kelly Blue Book. Banks and loan officers with rates from 1.9 and terms up to 84 months. All in one giant location. It's Dime Time. Dime Time's the right time for you to buy a nicer, newer car you deserve. That's right, one thin dime. Keep the jingle in your pocket with Dime Time. For this event, budgets teamed up with Capital One. If you received an invitation for this event, you're approved. Getting approved is fast, simple, and easy with banks that want to say yes. With even bigger news, the Capital One event has now been open to the public with no impact to your credit. 100% credit approval is our goal. So if you've got a dime and some time, Dime Time could be right for you. BudgetSaysYes.com. That's BudgetSaysYes.com. One giant location, 61 Mendel Parkway, just off Atlanta Highway, next to Fraser Church in Montgomery. Call 334-244-9777. Dime Time. Hello, I'm Ben McNeil with Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express. Welcome to the only full-service auto spa in the Tri-County area. Let me show you how easy it is to get the best wash for your vehicle. Mr. Ben's Auto Spa Express is looking for a few good men and women to be part of their team. Work full or part-time is up to you. Mr. Ben's is the only full-service car wash in the area. The car or truck runs through the tunnel, and when it comes out, that's when your job begins. Mr. Ben's Auto Spy Express, next door to Fraser Methodist Church on the Atlanta Highway. Pizza Perfect is offering a super deal for you when you're watching all of the big games this month. In February, buy any large pizza and get $3 off. Pizza Perfect's buffet includes pizza, as well as spaghetti, breadsticks, salad, dessert, and drink for only $11. The buffet is available Monday through Saturday for lunch and for dinner on Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. Pizza Perfect is also available for pickup and delivery. $3 off any large pizza in February at Pizza Perfect on Coliseum Boulevard in Eastbrook. Welcome back to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos, brought to you by Max Credit Union. Get in touch one of three ways. Call 334-517-1210, text 334-313-1170, or email mrt at espntheticket.com. Jake, along with Jacob Stinson, the owner of F45. We've had a great time out here today. I've seen half a Pike Road come in and come out uh, with their workouts today. And he's one of the newest business owners uh, in the town of Pike Road. I think he opened up in back in August. Is that right, Jacob? Yes, sir. And uh, things are going quite well. Uh, how much of an impact has the farmer family had on your business? <laughs> uh, we know Jake and Ellen Rogers. I've seen Ellen Rogers actually in some of your like spots. And yeah, stuff. Dude, it so, cracks me up when they did the one with the the Santa hat. Yeah, that was yeah. gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ellen was like, "Look at this right here." I was in shock. I was laughing. I was like, "They got you good there." Jake had uh, Jake had kind of been slacking, so Ellen had to pick that up. I ain't no yeah, doubt. Right. No she's, doubt she's, about she's, it. She, I'm, she's, she's pretty for that stuff. I'm not. <laughs> Talk about this great location you have in the shops at Pike Road. You're right on the front. Uh, people see you even when they're driving down Vaughn. Uh, it's just a perfect location for what you're doing. Yeah, it is. Um, and that was kind of the struggles we had getting open. Uh, we were just looking for that perfect spot and when charlie called me and told me this location was coming up i was i was all in um it's it's been perfect convenient still to montgomery convenient to the pike road neighborhoods and 
We couldn't ask for a better spot. It's I mean, right it's here. the perfect Pike Road, almost a center point mm -hmm. of all the different neighborhoods yeah. that are coming in. Uh, talk to us, if you will, about how it works. What's F45 all about? Kind of just give people that may not be aware just a quick overview of your business and what happens with it. Yeah, so F45 stands for Functional 45. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the movements we do and our classes will be functional. They're meant to help you outside the gym to help pick up kids, pick up a suitcase, help your golf game. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know my, you're a golfer. Yeah, uh, his, his, yeah. He's, he's a stick. I like know you. I'm not, yes. But but uh, seriously, so it, I like that. I like the functional um, part of it. And the workouts are 45 minutes. So you get in, get out. Um, we have awesome personal trainers that train each class. Um, you can ask Jake. They kick him in the butt every morning. Dude, yeah. Um, yeah and, and the funny thing is about I date, uh, uh, Miss Sarah Beth was the uh, trainer this morning. It was. I, I try you to come to the five o'clock class. No, I'm six a.m. Six o'clock. Well, they do. They'll put you like on the highlight reel and the uh, on their Instagram story, and you can see me about busted doing the box jumps because my legs were so jello on the second second time around. I'm like, did you really have to put that one on there? So do you just go home to take a shower, or do you go down yeah. to your no, office? I just go go straight, I, no, I just go straight. No, I'll just come back and forth when you're a mile from your front door. I'll go to the. I go home, take a take a shower, and then come back here and go to work. How do people get involved? Because you were telling me, Jacob, that you have different times that are scheduled uh five six and then on a couple more in the morning then one around lunch and then a couple in the late afternoon and evening you basically if you're a member then you basically sign up for a class at, and come yeah. when you can right yeah we have an app you book into the classes um we have a three-day free trial we run year-round um just you could come in register um, you get three workouts in five days. Um, and through the end of March, we run a seven days for $7. Really? It's a trial period. Um, you can come try us out for a week, see if you like it. We have uh, cardio, strength, and um, hybrid classes. So the cardio, obviously, will get that heart rate up a little more. No doubt. Um, strength class is a little slower pace, um, but really try to go a little heavier in the weight department in those, and then the hybrid are a little combo of both. Do you, when you're looking at people, uh, do you look at what age range they're in when, when you try to suggest what they do? Because guys my age, we're more into cardio mm -hmm. than we would be into strength training, but I, I guess the good balance is important. No, we and that's don't. the win, folks, and Jacob's doing the best job he can to block it. Um, that's funny. I was just talking to Katie about that. Um, we uh, we have a 74-year-old male member that's in there busting it, so it's hard to... Um, I could have gone really, without hearing that, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to put a, a number on, you know, who what we're looking at, but um, that's what I was telling her. We provide modifications for every movement if you have an injury or if you have something that just limits you to where you can't do a certain movement. A modification is always available. Now, I have, Scott told me this. Jake tells me this, that you are a pretty good golfer. Uh, pretty good. He's a stick. I know. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> I, I have we can't play with him. I have always. Oh, you can't. No, I'm not. Have you no, ever played with me? No, I don't Do want to. you know to. what my handicap is? It's probably even. Or, or no, two or three over, no. maybe. I have about, if I were playing and I haven't played since my surgery, yeah. it's a five or a six. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not playing He would beat either. me by ten shots. Yeah, probably. he's good. Um, 
I, but I am curious, and I, I joked about it, but it's my understanding, and, and, and I'm kind of just asking you now about golf, not about F45, but I think there are certain exercises you can do that can help your flexibility and that can help your golf game. Oh, no doubt. I was uh, a member that I work with, out with frequently named Charles. Um, he's a golfer. He's a member at Montgomery Country Club. We were doing some uh, – some twist with a medicine ball last week. I was like, man, this is just kind of like a golf swing. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of turning. Even that's um, how this, the workout this morning was the, the on your knees and slamming the sand ball down, kind of doing your core. I was so like, like when you're throwing your clubs, that would help you yeah, out. No, I ain't doing uh, that. But still, that would helping your core out was a good one. I thought about that this morning with let, the golf swing. Let me ask you this. Is, is it something, Jacob, that really – people can just pick your brain on like if they are interested and they hear about f45 they hear about functional 45 maybe they have something specific that they want some help with and, and like you said you can kind of design something for them to do yeah so our uh both our trainers our head trainers are also licensed nutritionists we really promote one-on-one meetings with them so um like we've already had two or three you've probably seen walk in this morning where they just go back meet with sarah beth meet with danny and they go over a specific plan designed for them um and that's what a lot of people don't want that one-on-one attention but um we're trying to promote that more because a lot of people like coming in not talking getting out you know um but this is a i started this one of my main goals was to build the community um and that's what we've tried to do it takes time um you know being open for about six months now is starting to take shape but uh it's been going great uh tell me this because this is the last thing i want you to address and i want to get let you tell everybody how they can get more information about what you're doing i would think that working out with a group of people some people may be intimidated by that but from what i've seen even in your own gym here is that there is an encouragement factor that comes with working out with others when you get to know them that you can't get doing stuff by yourself i mean literally it is a team event somewhat where you're going to get a lot of encouragement from the other people that are taking the class with you yeah um it's it's so different because you know people it is a premium price you know um and people kind of just look at price and be like whoa that's you know yeah that's high but the difference between us and a big box gym like planet fitness or amped fitness or gold's gym is you are going to get that attention you're going to get the team atmosphere and you're going to get really pushed on days you don't want to you know mondays are always the roughest um, I just did the 12 o'clock, and it took everything I had to get through. Yeah, you were hurting when you <laughs> yeah. got out here. Yeah. Um, so just the community, the motivation, the your friend. I mean, most of these people become friends, friend. and yeah. they're working out side it's by side. It's all family and friends in there. You yeah, push so. yourself when you got a group in there, in my yeah, opinion. I think so. You're yeah. not going to let yourself get beat. Like, if I was working out with Jake, he ain't going to beat me. <laughs> Listen, uh, if my little girl was working out with Jake, he wouldn't beat her either. So I'm just kidding. No, I'm going to be I'm gonna be dragging. Hey, as long as I finish. As, yeah, I, as long as I get through this, that's going to be the hardest You're part good. of my day is right there. Yeah. All right, yeah. so how do people get some more information from you, Jacob? Um, we're on all the social media platforms. Um, um, you can always link up there. Of course, always coming in. My 
numbers on the door if we're not open you know don't have a class going on most of the time we may be locked up but um, any social media platform uh, calling me um, or joining any of those trials that are actively running on Facebook and Instagram are great ways to get your foot in the door. Well, let me tell you something. We appreciate you having us out today. I hope we hadn't been too much of an inconvenience for you. Uh, we've had a lot of fun being out here with you today, brother. No, it's been great. Thanks for coming. You bet. That is Jacob Stinson. He owns F45 Training. Uh, you can email them if you would like. The email address is pikeroad at F, the letter F, 4545 Training. Dot com. Jacob Stinson, we appreciate you, brother. We're going to take a break. Jake and I are back right after this with more on the beautiful Monday edition of the Max Roundtable. This is ESPN's Laura Rutledge, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max, smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. It was 1917. Charlie Chaplin appeared as the Little Tramp. Walt Disney graduated from high school, and Woodrow Wilson was re-elected president. And in Montgomery, Chris has sold their very first hot dog. Move forward to the 1950s. Hank Williams was hanging out at Chris's. Up through the 70s and 80s, many stars and politicians discovered Montgomery's little secret. Jump ahead to the new millennium. Riverwalk Stadium, the alleyway, and the new downtown. It's now 100 years later, and Chris's is still serving their world-famous hot dogs at 138 Dexter Avenue. How long has it been since you've tasted the city's most famous hot dog? Make Chris's part of your family history. Still family-owned and operated, Chris's makes every hot dog and hamburger to order. Take Chris's to your next party or event. Call-in orders are welcome online at chrishotdogs.com and on Facebook. Chris's Famous Hot Dogs. Taste the tradition. We're Montgomery, Alabama, the place where the bus boycott gave birth to the civil rights movement. Did you know we are also a high-tech hub for education, on the cutting edge of the nation's cyber defense, and home to one of the few Internet exchanges in the southeast? We have exceptional weather, great shopping, fine dining, a symphony orchestra, one of the largest Shakespearean theaters in the world, and 90 city parks. The capital of dreams. Proud of our past, poised for the future. Visit DreamMontgomery.com today. At Michelob Ultra, we know it's not just about how much you work out every day. It's about how much you work into every day, too. So we brew our beer for those who realize that expending calories should never come at the expense of spending time with friends. Those who understand that just because you work out doesn't mean you can't go out. And that's why we brew Michelob Ultra to have 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, and a crisp, clean taste. Michelob Ultra, brewed for those who live fit, live fun, live ultra. Enjoy responsibly. 2018 Michelob Ultra Light Beer, and has a Bush St. Louis, Missouri. 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, 0.6 grams of protein, and zero comes fat for 12 ounces. It's a ride to the lake, haul in a camper, whatever your adventure, trust Basil's Truck and Camper to help you haul your toys. The state's only draw tight hitch pro, Basil's can install hitches, camper shells, and truck accessories. Whether you need a fifth wheel hitch or a BW gooseneck hitch, Basil's Truck and Camper stands ready to hook you up. 
Castles is home for rock solid, the best in enclosed trailers. Visit Montgomery's most trusted dealer, see their hitches, camper shells, trailers, truck accessories, and more by visiting 507 Northeastern Boulevard or cruise by BasilsTC.com. Hello, sports fans. The Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today and tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by Sports Betting Alliance. Sportsbettingalliance.org. Here are the top 10 reasons why you should store your vehicle at the Montgomery Garage. Number 10. The weather in Montgomery is rainy, hot, humid, and very unpredictable. Number 9. Your friendly neighborhood association and their rules. Number 8. Your wife. Enough said. Number 7. The Montgomery Garage staff who are helpful, courteous, and professional, and most importantly, on site. Number 6. That vehicle has been an important family member for over 25 years, and you won't just store it anywhere. Number 5. Your vehicle is so nice. Others like to to dream about it, <laughs> it being theirs. Number four, the Montgomery Garage is a community of vehicle enthusiasts who don't mind sharing their knowledge and expertise. Number three, the rates are the same for every car, whether you own a Pinto or a Porsche. Number two, you can buy time and work to eventually get that vehicle back into action. Number one, you want your vehicle to be in a safe, secure, climate-controlled storage environment. Whatever your reason, come see us at the Montgomery Garage, Montgomery's only exclusive vehicle storage facility. Visit us on the web at the Montgomery Garage. Garage.com. The Max Roundtable with Doug Amos brought to you by Max Credit Union rolls on. Doug would love to hear from you. Call 334-517-1210. Text 334-313-1170. Or email MRT at ESPNTheTicket.com. Today at F45 out here in Pike Road, right behind the new Mellow Mushroom and Brantley Bait, just on Vaughn, right beside my Alpha location. As a matter of fact, you can uh, you can put a golf ball to it as we're on the golf subject last. But y'all come out and see us. Come come see Jacob. Come come to a class. It's me and my wife, dude. It's a we have a lot of fun with it. It's very very enjoyable. All right, so I um, still haven't seen anything about Alan Flanagan today. I was uh, going to ask you about that. Did you I heard, see it? I, no, I have not seen you it. I, heard, not seen I didn't hear I didn't know anything about it till you and Man, uh, you'd get arrested in coach a bunch were talking of about it in the first segment. Uh it's it's phenomenal. I'm I'm going to show it to he you. He was never like that at Auburn. I wonder what I mean I know it's just one play made it's been a frustration play but still I mean yeah. He never did anything like that at Auburn. Yeah, I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to I think about I was shocked him. when you said that. Yeah, shocked. Well, I was like, wow. What I, has gotten some, into him? For some reason, I wasn't shocked. Okay. Um, you uh, know more than I do. I, no, I, I'm I, just I, saying I mean, I've never been a huge Alan Flanagan okay, fan. All right. Uh, and it's maybe because of some things I'm aware of off the floor. Yeah, that, right. That, that's probably um, that, that's that I, I don't know. Involving him yeah. with his time at Auburn. I understand. I will say this. I understand. If ever there was an addition by subtraction situation, Alan Flanning and, and Wendell Green not being at Auburn this year was a win. Was a win. Yeah. Uh, and so especially the Alan Flanning and my dad sitting on the bench scenario yeah. as well. Okay. That that is my yeah, opinion. That, that is only my opinion. No, I'm gonna value your opinion because you know, like I, I stated, you, you know more about this stuff than I do. And I so, just look at it from a 
22 I, miles I, away. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna find it again for you. Uh, I can't believe you hadn't seen it. No, I mean, I, I did was. You, did you see the Alabama player last week? The the Wagyu uh, thing. Yeah, the and there was no foul. It was just kind of yeah. a weird play. This way, yeah. it was pretty brutal. I you know, know it was. And he got suspended a game. This is worse than that. Jeez. Uh, the, the at least in that situation, there was a scrum for the ball. Yeah. You know, and so he got a little physical, too physical, and he sat a game out because mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Uh, but you you just gotta see this to believe it. Uh, there. I don't it know is. how I missed this. Uh, but it's it is a brutal thing. Oh, dude, he it's. It, I mean, uh, we've already described it. You can just watch yeah, it. He wow. elbows him. Wow. The ball is nowhere to be found. It obviously he's head hunting with uh, yeah, his elbow. Th- there's no there's no question. Now here's the difference. Wow. I just sent my my friend uh, a text. That is shocking. Because. Um, I haven't heard, and people are saying, well, if the Alabama player was suspended, Flanagan's got to be suspended. Yeah, that's, that should be automatic. It's not true. Yeah. Here's the deal. They both, you know, the, the Alabama guy didn't even get a foul. The Florida yeah. guy got they, called they, for a foul. foul. Right. So there was no penalty to Wagyu or Wagi or however you want to pronounce the guy's name. Mm-hmm. No penalty. The SEC looked at it the following week yep. and said, you're suspended yeah, for a game. For, for a game, yeah. Flanagan got popped in the game. In the uh, yes. it, he got called for a flagrant two without fighting. Flagrant twos with fighting is an automatic suspension yeah. for the next game. Following a flagrant two such as this is not automatic, uh, and he got kicked out of the game. Right. Okay. So I'm thinking because we hadn't heard anything yet. I'm thinking that that may be that his was, only that penalty. That was the punishment. Is getting kicked Cost. out of the game. Yeah, okay. Because it wasn't a fight. How, and i got to ask this because I just want to know, how late or early was it in the game? Uh, it was know. in the second half. Okay. About 17 minutes left in the game, I think. Okay, so basically Ole Miss was already getting clocked. Okay. Um, by South Carolina. Um, so, I'm thinking, it seems to me like, the suspension for the Alabama player came on Monday, pre-lunch. Mm-hmm. Although, that wait a second, that was a midweek game. I believe the game is on a Wednesday. I think the SEC announced something on Thursday. Thursday. Um, that would make sense that he sat out Saturday. And, and he sat out Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious as to what's going to happen here. Yeah. If anything, I'm now tending to believe that nothing, nothing. is going to happen. I mean, that, that – you do something like that. that that's got to be all. You won't warrant. see much worse than that. No. You will not see much worse than what uh, Alan Flanagan did on Saturday against South Carolina. I mean, if y'all want to see it, all you have to do is text the Pig Enterprises text box. I'll send it to you. It'd be my pleasure because it is brutal. I mean, I, I just don't see how that's not a one just from what you said, the headhunting aspect. I mean, the, you're totally away from the play. Well, again. Totally away from the play. I'm just going to define the rule to you. The define says flagrant two with yeah, fighting, fighting, automatic suspension. Right. Flagrant two, automatic disqualification yeah. from the game. It would The SEC would be going, if they felt it was extensive, Yeah. like if they said, 
Okay, that was way past a flagrant two. You can be, you yeah. can do a lot less than that and, and get a flagrant two. That's a flagrant two, I think, with intent. I, I would say so. And and it, it's brutal, yeah, folks. Yeah, I just, I, there, there's no room on the basketball for any sport for that. I don't By care the if you're way, playing football or basketball or baseball. The biggest Auburn fan that I know. And it's not a picture, it's a video. So I'm sending the video out uh, to a lot of people who are asking to see it now. Uh, but the biggest Auburn basketball fan that I know on describing Alan Flanagan's time at Auburn, yeah. Flanagan was an absolute menace at Auburn and an absolute addition by subtraction. Okay, well, that, that, that's incredible athlete. News to me. Incredible athlete. Uh, but a problem, yeah, this a, a literal problem. I think there were problems in the off season with him leading into a couple of seasons, uh, I, like at practice. I think there was a problem or two. Uh, maybe not. Ha maybe there hadn't been any things during games except maybe some pouting. Uh, and it just put BP in a bad spot, man, with his dad. Yeah, with his dad's on the bench. Yeah, you know, that's tough. That's, uh, that, tough. that's a tough yeah. spot. Yeah. So, uh, literally, it, Wendell Green and Alan Flanagan being gone, Baker Mazzara and Denver Jones coming in. Thrive. Win-win. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I think, late in the season yeah. uh, here for Auburn. Uh, the, the bracketology, you know, the daily rundown yeah. is out. Alabama still a three seed, but the 11th overall seed, both Duke and Iowa State moved ahead of them. Uh, Duke lost two. I think Alabama not being competitive hurt them. Uh, Auburn is now the 13th seed, which would make it the third or or the um yeah the second uh the first four seed first four seed that's right. uh so that's uh that's where auburn is heading into games tonight huge night wednesday night for both teams auburn with their toughest test mm -hmm. this year in knoxville to take on tennessee uh that's a Huge game for the conference standings, uh, as well as uh, you know Auburn seeding. If Auburn found a way to win Woo. in Knoxville, It'd be a big one. Uh, uh, you know that's just going to open up a lot of doors for Auburn seeding. Yeah, because if they win in Knoxville, they're winning out. They ain't losing yeah. to Mississippi State no. at home. They ain't losing at Missouri, and they're not losing to Georgia and Auburn. They would, I, they would finish four. I, and I, I feel like the uh, Bruce Pearl's not probably telling them that because you can't overlook anybody in the conference, but the guys got to know like the guys this is the essentially the season finale right here against Tennessee we've got if we can pop them we ought to be able to pop the next three for sure I would say this Auburn wins on Wednesday night and they're going to finish no worse than in a tie for the for the for, conference yeah. championship because Tennessee will have four you got to feel like Alabama's going to lose either at Oxford uh, excuse me at Oxford uh, <laughs> Tennessee at home or at Florida. Florida probably. That's a tough stretch. I think Florida down the road is a tough. I think Alabama's going to beat Tennessee next Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure they're going to beat Ole Miss or Florida. So, That's a again, tough, tough Tough last two yeah, weeks. It is, especially when you don't defend. Uh, yeah. And Alabama I was, does not defend. Me, I was over at Miss Charlie's house this weekend. Hudson was over there playing, and he was like, you "Look at what's the Alabama score?" And I looked it up with like six minutes to go. We're down I was, thirty-eight. I was shocked at the point. I was like, "Oh my God, Kentucky is this?" I don't know. Was shooting the lights out of the gym. Here, here's like. the funny part of it. If I just read you off these numbers, okay, let's just say you did not look at Kentucky's side of the box score. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. You just looked at Alabama's side Absolutely. of the box. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 42 points in the first half, 53 in the second, 95 points. That's yeah. more than you average uh, on the season. Team totals, 57% from the field for Alabama. 35% from behind the arc, which is pretty good. That's very good. You make 21 of 27. And if I just told you one little hint at Kentucky's, Kentucky only made one more free throw than Alabama. Kentucky made 22, Alabama made 21. If I told you that Alabama out-rebounded Kentucky, all these things are true, folks. Alabama won the rebounding battle. Alabama shot 57% from the field, 36% from behind the arc, and made 21 free throws to Kentucky's 22. If I just told you those facts and said, all right, who do you think won? You'd probably say, say Alabama. Alabama, no question. Uh, and then you look at Kentucky's numbers, and you look at why Nate Oates said, uh, Nate, and you talk about a shot to his own team. Yeah. He said this. He goes, our defense has been a question mark <laughs> all anymore. year long. It's not a question mark anymore. We don't defend. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky shot 63% from the field, Jeez. 54% from behind the arc. Uh, had uh, – let me see, 24 assists on those baskets that they made, and they turned Alabama over six more times. So that's the problem that you have. Um, and it's, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. I, yeah I just uh, – Bama, I guess the guys were like, we're just going to have to shoot the lights out of the gym to beat anybody right now, I've which got, they're very good at. <laughs> I've got a text from somebody that says, what a cheap shot, he should be suspended. I'm not sure the rules allow him to be, be suspended. suspended right. that, that's my point. You, you really kind of go by saying. the rule yeah. here. Yeah. A, a flagrant two is with fighting is an automatic suspension. A flagrant two, just a flagrant two, is an automatic you're out of the game. Yeah. And that's what they did. And I'm not sure the SEC by rule can go any further than yeah, that. Yeah, I, I wish there was some caveat to it because I, that that is such excessive. What he did is just so uh, – this does not belong on any sports field is why he needs to be popped for one game. I, I don't like what I'm about to say, but – and that's why the Wagyu thing nauseated me because uh -huh. him, him hitting the Florida player was way out of line yeah, too. Right, yeah. They were in a scrum for the ball, but it looked like he was taking the opportunity of being in a scrum for a ball, of, of hitting the Florida guy. Yeah, right. I wouldn't be bothered if, play, if plays like that, mm -hmm. that are absolutely planned. There is no way that Alan Flanagan did not have that planned. That oh, wasn't, going that court, wasn't yeah. a reaction. No. That was just something. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with guys like that. Yeah. Out, you're out for the year. You know, oh, no, yeah. You're yeah. done. Yeah. That's not what the SEC is no, all about. No, no, no room for that. All right. And, and Brian's saying Beard should uh, should suspend him uh, if – if he's not, if he's not suspended by the league, and Brian said that uh, that Br Bruce Pearl would do that. We'll break. We're back to wrap it up from F45 right after this. This is Dory Noka. You're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug Amos on ESPN The Ticket and ESPN 106.7. Earn more on your balances with the Max Elevate Money Market. Enjoy the competitive rate benefits of certificate accounts with no fixed terms and more flexibility. Earn more on your balances and access them anytime. You expect more and Max delivers. 
See our amazing rates at MyMax.com Elevate. Max. Smart money made simple. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. 107.5 is W298BC Montgomery. ESPN The Ticket. I'm Gordon Stone, and it's a pleasure to speak with you today as the mayor of the town of Pike Road. It's an honor for me to share with you some of the great things about our community. In Pike Road, we focus on four pillars. Planning. We want to know what the future looks like, and we want to work toward that future. Quality of life. We want to understand why people love living in our community, and we want to work to make sure those characteristics are featured every day in Pike Road. Education. We're so blessed to have a great city school system and thankful for all those teachers and administrators who make everyday fun in Pike Road when it comes to learning. And we're so proud of our students who are aspiring to be great leaders in our community and great leaders for our nation. And services. We have great services in Pike Road because we work with partners who allow us to meet the needs of our citizens and do so in a very efficient manner. Our four pillars in Pike Road have allowed us to provide focus and have a vision for the future that has made Pike Road a special place. Come see us in Pike Road and learn why we say, Welcome home. This is Johnny from Sinclair's on Bond Road. We've been in business almost 30 years. Sinclair's East, Vaughnette Taylor. I think if you hadn't tried us, you should give us a try. We've got a great menu. Offered anything from chicken fingers, wings, salads, fajitas. At lunchtime, we do great country lunch with different vegetables and different meats every day. Sinclair's, where you get great sandwiches and our daily meat and three special at lunch, two great pasta, chicken, steaks, and seafood for dinner. Our most popular items are we got a soup called She Crab Soup which is extremely popular. We've got a bunch of pasta dishes, which people love. Mediterranean chicken is my favorite. Sinclair's. We do live music, light stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and then on Fridays and Saturdays, maybe three-piece bands or four-piece bands. Come see why Sinclair's has seen lesser restaurants come and go over the years. Johnny Sullivan Sinclair's at the corner of Vaughn and Taylor. Find them on Facebook at Sinclair's East. Google search Sinclair's Restaurant. Sinclair's. If you're looking for the best opportunity for copier multifunction systems and printers, look no further than ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. It's locally owned by Eddie and Judy Cobb, and they are service-oriented. Ten service techs to take care of all of your needs. But most of all, Eddie and Judy have built their business on integrity and trust. It's ABS Business Systems of Montgomery. Give them a call at 334-396-0809. This is Russ Chandler. My family and I have been taking our vehicles to Japanese Auto for over 35 years. There's three generations of Chandlers that use Japanese Auto. We also take my wife's Suburban by there, and he works on that as well. In the past, we had taken our vehicles to the dealership, paid considerably more than what we pay Ronnie and his guys to do. Ronnie is straightforward. He's honest. If he tells you that this is wrong with your car and it's going to take this much to fix it, then he's going to take care of it. When you see the customer service and the level of professionalism, you will absolutely recommend Japanese Japanese auto to a friend. February is made for love, and Larry Puckett Chevrolet would love to thank you for helping make January a great month, and they intend to make February even bigger. Now, you may be asking yourself, how do they intend to do that? Easy. It's by offering the lowest car and truck prices in central Alabama. New 2024 models, cars, trucks, and SUVs are arriving daily. They even have some new 2023 models that they are giving year-end, year-begins deals. Larry Puckett needs used cars and trucks, so 
Whether you have a trade-in or just an extra car you want to sell, bring it to Larry Puckett Chevrolet and get a great offer. You'll love the prices, you'll love the selection, you'll love the service, you'll love the financing, and you'll love your buying experience so much you'll want to tell your neighbors. That's why for umpteen years, Larry Puckett's customers have been doing the talking. Larry Puckett Chevrolet, Cobbs Ford Road in Prattville. Before you stop by, you can shop them online at LarryPuckett.com. Your NASCAR station in the River Region is WTXK, Pike Road, Montgomery, ESPN, The Ticket. This is the SEC Network's Roman Harper, and you're listening to the Max Roundtable with Doug on ESPN, The Ticket, and ESPN 106.7. All right, everybody. Welcome to the last couple minutes of the show out here at F45 today. Absolutely great, great day to be outside today doing a show. I've had about three people text me and say, well, how are you defining fighting? Well, you're defining fighting with punches thrown, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, Even I, Alan I, Flanagan I, can say, hey, man, I was just trying – I was just getting in yeah, position. trying to find a gray and area. And my arm was yeah. up. You know, they, it, you know when somebody's throwing yeah, punches. Yeah, throwing hands, right. It was a yeah. brutally ridiculous cheap elbow cheap shot. Yes, that's there, exactly no right. I, that, that's why I want to see something done. But it's for, excessive. But for there to be a flagrant two with fighting, right. they would have had to have squared up yes. and thrown punches like, at one another. Basically, the best example – I give of recency is when Florida and Tennessee were playing football, and then when they took a knee at the end of the game, and they literally the Florida two the floor the Florida Tennessee guys squared right. up trying to sure. fight each okay. other. Uh, and I agree. I remember the play. You're right. Um, but for this, even if the South Carolina guy had gotten up and pushed Flanagan, and that would have been it, and they, that would not have been no. that would not have constituted fighting. Fighting is. I'm punching you, you're punching me, and they're having to pull us off of yeah, each other. Yeah, that's not going to work. Jake, we appreciate yeah, you man. being I'll here. See you Friday. Right now we'll see you Friday in the studio. I'm back in the studio tomorrow. I hope you will join us. Thanks to Jacob and all the folks out here at F45. We've had a blast. We'll tee it up and do it again tomorrow. I hope you'll join us, everybody. <laughs>